Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you, fun seekers. Hi there, Patrick Timpone is my name. I was going to change it to Nicole Kidman, but that was taken. And, you know, I don't look good in dresses, so I thought, well, I'll just keep this one. Um, Dr. Richard Massey is here today, and then Ray Pete is here. It's the third Monday of the month, and our phone number is working. I just checked it. 888-663-6386. Cough. Uh, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com is the email address. We are going to talk with Robert Bustani. Boostak, he's, he's one of the coolest. Bustani. Bustani. Richard Massey may know him. He's formerly of Austin, and he's a one of the greatest yoga teachers ever. He's out of Austin, and he's going to be here tomorrow. Kate Cavanaugh is a regenerative farmer lady. She likes moo cows and chickens and meat and fat and stuff like that. She's going to be here tomorrow. Then Adam Bergstrom, he's on his second visit of the month, 2.0. And then Stephanie Arnold, she had an out-of-body experience uh, while I think was on an operating room, and her life has never been the same, you think? And she's teaching people all over the world about um, that we are a soul and not the body because she saw it, because it's not that she read it in a book, or saw it on Faceplant, or saw um, a YouTube, <laughs> or YouTube documentary. She saw it. Uh, I saw it one time in 83, so that's why I've been crazy ever since. Dr. Richard Messi. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Why, why, what are you doing here? Every week we just, once a month we show up and, want some Hoshi Wu? Yeah. Want some Hoshi Wu? Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> I'll take anything, man. Woo! Wow. Yes, I got my ancient drink. What are you drinking this morning? So, it's ancient elixir mixes. Your internet, your internet is misbehaving. Oh. Okay, am I? <laughs> No, 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 no. God help us. Have you ended up been acting okay? Yeah. Okay, close all your windows. Now, like your windows on your computer, just every, shut everything down. Boom. That usually gives you more bandwidth. Just in case you're... Your bandwidth thing is having a bad hair day, we, which we don't want to happen. You know what I'm saying? Again, triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. If you have a question for Dr. Richard Massey, he's a medical doctor uh, that gave away his license. Uh, I think it was at a at a, a um, an auction somewhere in, in uh, Fredericksburg. He just auctioned, <laughs> he auctioned it off to the highest bidder, and there's this guy now in Fredericksburg. It's wearing a white coat and a stethoscope, but you know, I don't, I wouldn't go there, and. <laughs> Yeah, and now he yeah. just does fun natural things working with recall healing and whatever else kind of trouble he can get into right and in off in Austin. yes mm -hmm. yeah, still yeah, doing, we're doing go ahead yeah we're doing constellations tonight constellations and, uh, mm -hmm. and I want to mention to everybody that there is a special on Netflix called another self another self and a lot of it is based around Mark Wolin's book, It Didn't Start With You. 
Mark Rolin, I didn't start with you. And he's the kind of famous constellation guy these days, travels around the world. Uh-huh. He, was, he was going blind and couldn't find anything in the Western world that worked and went over to check out gurus in other countries, other healers, and uh, he'd go to the door and they'd say, sorry, we can't help you. There's something between you and your parents you have to straighten out first. <laughs> and uh, he was really disappointed. I hate it when that happens, man. It's like, <laughs> happened to me the other night at a nightclub, you know? I said, you want to dance? Yeah, no, there's something right. you got to straighten out with your parents first. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so he did that, and somewhere in that six months of spending every day a little bit of time with his mother and father, somewhere along the line his vision came back and he doesn't even remember when uh but he goes around now doing constellations around the country and around the world isn't that fascinating and he is how long how bad was his vision and how long was it unvisioned yeah so just check that out in here somebody told me there's also a workbook that goes with this okay Uh, this book here is also a workbook included in itself Mm -hmm. uh but that uh, that drama series, Another Self, uh, you have to watch subtitles because it's a it's set in a Turkish village. Oh, good. And the first constellation is at the end of episode one, so don't give up before the end of episode one. And uh, and this is how it really is in the constellation world. Uh, you'll start to see some things that don't make sense to the rational mind but you can feel it. They did this so well, it's actually feelable hmm. uh, just watching it. You can feel the energy shifts happen. And what's the name of it again? It's called Another Self. Another, and it's a Netflixer? Uh-huh, has eight episodes. Wow. And so tell folks who are new to this rodeo um, what a constellation is. Yeah, so the word literally means to shine together. Oh. Isn't that something? I like that. I mean, what's... I know, right? It doesn't get much better than that, right? I know. So when we look up at these stars and see shapes, they're shining together. Hmm. They're together making this shape. Well, it turns out that everybody's in a certain shape like that with members of their family, whether they know it or not and they're not allowed to change their position without permission. And so if my life is going really well, I stay in that same position. But if I'm having trouble, I get together and check with the group in a ceremonial way. Is it okay if I have a position with more possibilities in it? Uh, More possibilities for prosperity, more possibilities for health, um, those kinds of things. So I've seen at least a dozen incurable illnesses disappear <clears throat> after a simple constellation exercise, which is why I stay with it. Would that would that happen, Dr. Massey, uh, for one reason, because the person who's doing this thing actually believes that he needs somebody else's permission to do something, and this heals that. Because in a free world, which is my experience, or free, sorry, free will, we don't really need somebody else's permission to do something, do we? 
Right. So if you go... So is I actually that, right with that? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, if you go to that spiritual lucky. level... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, now Klinghart has those five levels, and I agree. It's like Byron Katie. She said, when somebody really gets it, that God is everything and everything is God, they don't need to do any kind of work. I, you I know, get you. Just, so this is, this is for... Yeah. This is depending on where everyone is on the scale of evolution or spirituality, making no judgments. It's not good or bad. This helps them. Oh, that's so great. Because everybody needs help where they are, right? Everybody needs help where they are. Right where they are. Right where they are. Because that's where they are. And if we try to move them somewhere else before they're ready to move, they resist, right? Yes, yes. I remember the time Katie was sitting on stage with somebody and they were doing their worksheet and, and, and this, I believe it was a woman who said, I want my husband to open his heart, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so Katie turns and looks at this flower, the bouquet that somebody had brought in and she picks out this bud that hasn't opened yet. And she looks at it and goes, open, you know, I want you to open like right now, you know? And we got to see the absurdity of speaking to a bud trying to make it open before it's time open (laughs) just open up there (laughs) yeah so wow yeah it really is important for especially for all of us to remember what what we just said about how everybody is where they are is where they are doing the best they can and uh, not judging where they are, and if they want help, to helping helping them from a perspective from where they are. Yes. You know, I know. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, wow, so powerful, isn't it? We had uh, we had Max Egan on. Do you know Max? I know the name, but I don't know uh, him. Uh, New Zealand. Um, does globalist research he's a really cool guy and we had him on and he, he really knows about how the whole Illuminati spooky spooky crazy land thing goes on right he really understands it and he said something that was really sweet that we, we he said Patrick we really need to remember now when there are people that are waking up during all of this we want to make sure that we just kind of say, oh, welcome. Good for you. What, what can, how can I help you? Can I help you? Not, it's about time, dude. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that good? And, you know, I got goosebumps when he said it because it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, right? Yes. Yes, it does. And just seeing the patterns that I've been fortunate enough to be exposed to can be really helpful like so so a lady came by the other day to get an IV because she had flu symptoms Mm -hmm. and she did she does somatic work with people now I'm not that familiar with that but um, I was in a place and she was in a place and she said well you know I'll just trade you a session and she just pulled me over there set me down on the floor and began to press her elbows like right into my trapezius muscles Hmm. and uh man patrick uh 
I said, you know, I'm not going to be able to maintain my doctorly composure if you keep <laughs> pressing like this. I mean, and she said, that's the whole idea. I want you to cry and scream. Oh. And so I was kind of wrapped up in her and she was pressing there. <clears throat> so I decided to go with it. And before you knew it, I was reliving for sure the labor pain of my mother and probably several other women in the lineage who had tragic things happen during labor and delivery. Wow. Uh, screaming things like, I'm not going to make it. Um, trying to breathe through that. Um, and, uh, you know, after it was over, something was different. It, she had like taken my jigsaw puzzle and shaken it all up and the pieces fell back together in a different way. Um, and uh, I'm grateful for it. I'll, I'll probably do another one, uh, even though that's not in my nature to go into <laughs> something I know is painful. Um, but I realized how much I have avoided pain as a motivator. And this was kind of freeing, like, oh, I did make it. I just thought I wasn't going to make it. And that was actually somebody else's sentence. So Mark Wolin's approach is called the core language approach. And he listens for sentences that belong to someone else in the family that a person has been saying their whole life and they think it's their sentence. Oh, they think it's them. But it's not. Hmm. They think it's them. But it's not. You know, there were women who died in childbirth in my family. Hmm. They really weren't going to make it. And when that comes out of me, that's not my sentence. I'm sitting in a controlled living room. I can get up anytime I want and walk away. The sentence doesn't fit me, but it does fit some other people hmm. in my family. And I can be aware of that. And and leave that with them and honor that about them. So this lady initiated that through through hitting a certain meridian or nerve or whatever in the trapezius, were they? Yeah, she could, she, I mean, she could see how tight my neck and shoulders are. She's mm -hmm. trained in that. So she just dug right in there, man. In places I don't let massage people touch very much. <laughs> they're, they're tender. They're tender. <laughs> Yeah. And she made me cry, Patrick. She yeah. shattered my illusions of love. Good for yeah. her, man. Yeah. 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 So that was a good That's good. That's called somatic somatic. Yeah, somatic therapy, I guess. They they look for where stories and traumas are held in the body and they do something to just physically untangle the tangles in the tissues. So in constellations, we untangle things on an energy level. Yeah. Uh, but this is like, wow, this stuff was actually in my body. Um, and we know it is in your, our body, these engrams or whatever you want to call it, loose particles yeah. or thoughts that we've been carrying around for maybe lifetimes. Who knows? Right? Yeah. Just hangs in the body and <laughs> comes back in the next time around. <laughs> Look at old George. Yeah. He's only two years old. He's got a weird shoulder. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It I happens. hear you. It happens, boy. 
and, and of course that's why then when we do the spiritual work and this kind of work and, and working mentally and emotionally and all that then the body clears out because it's all one one, mm-hmm. one blob <laughs> a body blob body mind blob yeah yeah and I guess I just needed a couple of elbows sure yeah and you can work it from the way up you know they say as above so below but you start working on below and baby you'll kick up too you know yeah above met below on my shoulders that day today in a world we're above met below <laughs> the new film from Lionsgate oh that's great yes yes funny and yeah so on on the uh trip to florida after i'd been to the the sod guru thing on july 11th to the 13th i was moving there helping people open the second your, your internet's your internet's getting wonky again okay all right let's see Oh, look at that. It even says it on the screen. It says it's unstable, Patrick. Well, <laughs> welcome to my, the world. You know. My internet, my internet is unstable. It, it's, oh, it's telling you adjustment. it's unstable. Email it back and say, yeah, I know, dude. Give me some more juice. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know, like Garden Gecko said in Wall Street. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That is, uh, well, we'll just work through it, and you know, see how we can, we can, we can make it go. You still looking at so, your little blood slide things too? You do that? I'm doing that. So if people are on Instagram, of course they can see some of my stuff. And <clears throat> do you remember, like you and I are from the same kind of age group? You know, when I was a little kid, I never heard the expression full of Shinola. Shinola. You know? you, no, I didn't either, yeah. no. Right? But at some point along the way, we begin to say it a lot. And uh, when I look at people's blood and lymph droplets, it's literally true. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm wondering... It has to do with the glyphosate, like Zach Bush talks about glyphosate was, you know, oh, step man. I hope that's going to work here. Yeah, you're really just not happy with your internet thing. Man. Boring. I mean, just, why don't you go to a commercial? I'll see what I can do. Can you do something? You can, you can do a commercial. Sure, baby. I can do anything. Well, I just... I just yeah, you can do a commercial. I can do I'll, anything. Hold on a second. Let me do a little commercial. Hold on a second. I can do it. And well, it's a good time to do it because this is a uh, a product that is on sale, the biggest sale of the year. Wow, wow. Twenty percent off. Promo code Restore Twenty. Daniel Vitalis and Pine Pollen. And if you're want to have babies, thinking about babies, or just want to practice, this is perfect. The first supplement I like to take in the morning, right after I wake up, is Pine Pollen Pure Potency, or P4. 
This is Survival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens or male hormones. Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause. Men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of survival supplements can be taken any time of day, but Pine Pollen Pure Potency, it's important that you take at very specific times of the day. Now it can be taken once, twice, or three times, depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it. But the key is taking it at morning, right upon waking, midday or noon, and then again right before bed. So once, twice, or three times a day, but always at those times. And that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone. And all we wanna do is amplify that sine wave. We don't wanna to start to take testosterone at a time where our body's purged it from the bloodstream. Instead, we wanna take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them. This product tastes fantastic. I think of it like an orange creamsicle. And that's because in addition to that subtle pine flavor, there's a little bit of orange peel, Tahitian vanilla bean, cloves, and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor. So it's really delicious and easy to take. So if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies, there's nothing that does it better than pine pollen. Pure. Sorry, I think I got it. Just pressed the wrong button. Yeah, it's a great, great, great product. We love it. And I had one up here, but I did take it this morning, but it's downstairs. But uh, here it is. And you can get the Pure Potency, and there's a couple different flavors or strength. So when you go on there through One Radio Network, use promo code RESTORE20 and get yourself 20% off uh, for the next couple of weeks. And the biggest sale of the year. It's, it's really a wonderful product. And uh, we've been told over the years and I know several ladies who had a good experience with it. They were going through that whole, uh, you know, peri, many, whatever that thing is, puzzle thingy, around 40, 45, 50-ish, and uh, a little bit of testosterone appears to help them uh, work through that with, uh, uh, you know, less flashes and all that stuff. Anyway, so, you know, the gals, you can, you can consider it as well. And when you're there, look at uh, Colostrum. It's a great product. Uh, Shaga and Rishi and uh, Elk Velvet Antler. He's got the digestive bitters, uh, some uh, uh, really cool CBD oil, and I love CBD oil. It's a very nice one. So he's got a lot of great products. It's all on Sir Thrival on OneRadioNetwork.com. One of the things I do every day, every day, every day, in every way is... Uh, jump into my relax far infrared sauna it's just kind of just part of my life now and here's a picture of it if you're on video audio you can see the the picture on one radio network click on the ad and we're doing a little special thing uh pre-fall uh, extra special we have the best price ever ongoing 12.95 all year long but we thought we'd do a little thing uh sales are a little slow every now and then with in the in the dog days of summer I thought we well, well let's juice it up a little bit and it's a great opportunity for you to get a a really really nice sauna and we're going to sell it to you this month for 11.95 tax title license delivered in the lower 48 
Uh, it's a wonderful uh, um, product. Very uh, low EMFs. They just have some magnetic energy there, which you can get standing next to your fridge or just opening the door and seeing what you want to eat. You get a lot of magnetic energy, just as much as you do. So anyway, and also driving in the car. It's no big deal. Uh, there's no uh, radio frequencies or what they call EMFs in the sun at all. So it's a great product. Very quiet. It'll get you very hot. And you'll sweat like there's no tomorrow. But there is a tomorrow, so you'll still sweat. So uh, here's the deal. Just email me if you'd like to get one. And we'll get you the, the, the low, low price just for the next two weeks. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Tell me where you live. If it's in the lower 48, we'll ship it to you for eleven ninety-five. You go on their website, the distributor. I think it's like 1500 uh, suggested retail price. They allow us to sell it um, less than uh, um, than they would like all throughout the year as long as we don't put it in print. Uh, and then Google picks it up and everybody and their brother wants to do it. So we just, they allow us to do it just orally here on the uh, on the radio, on the whatever this thing is. So there you have it, 1195. The way to get it is to email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com and I'll hook you up. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com Where's Dr. Massey's slide? Oh, here it is. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. With Dr. Richard Massey, Patrick Timponi, he's here the third uh, Monday of every month before Ray Pete, who will be here in an hour. So what do you think? Do you think this Internet's going to work or what? Yeah, it mean, must be Austin because I checked and all of my stuff is good. But I'll show a, uh, I'll show a blood droplet photo. Oh, let me um, see so we sit and look at, we poke people's fingers. We want it to look like that one on the bottom. It's just like a red cobblestone kind of look. There's no white areas in it. You see these other ones have white areas in it. Right. Where those white areas are in the droplet, in the middle or on the outside, or how many there are, uh, it tells us something that's important for the person to balance. And you just see that in about 10 minutes. And when we put on one of the heart biofeedback monitors, one of the M waves from the Institute of Heart Math, while the person watches their blood, almost always they go into high coherence with their heart, just watching their blood move. Hmm. It's an amazing, and yeah, they get a connection with their own biology. Um, And they begin to tell the story of what's going on with them in a different way than they would otherwise. And they get to see which part of their storytelling goes with their heart and which part is a rehearsed thing, maybe something they believe from a doctor or from something they Google. When they get off there, my job is to kind of work on pulling them back to where their heart's back into high coherence because their heart knows how they got into this place and their heart knows how to walk them back out. Um, I mean, I went through the 26th grade. I don't know how to do it exactly. I I know a few patterns, but uh, the person's own heart really is their Corona, you know? That's our first Corona. Let's go there for which way we wanna go to extricate ourselves from some jam we're stuck in, 
right? So that's that's the whole thing. And we do physical stuff as well. They'll get to see on the Instagram side. I'll, I'll do some ultraviolet and ozone. <clears throat> the other night at Casa de Luz, we were injecting ozone. And so here's this room full of people who have, you know, an IV stuck in their arm. It looks like they're all injecting air. Uh, <laughs> And uh, but it's just pure oxygen and ozone, and it had a great effect. I mean, people were coming back. Oh, can we do this some more? Um, and I had one chance to take a video and to put it on Instagram. So I'm taking this video, and this guy who was doing it, I didn't find out till later. He's a stand-up comic. I said, you know, I just want to put this on Instagram so people can see it. And he started rolling his eyes backwards like he was injecting heroin or something. I thought, well, can't really use that, you know. Uh, but it was pretty funny. What, what, is that, said, what happens when you do it puts ozone in the blood? Does it, what does it do? So it takes all of your cells to the gymnasium. So Frank Schallenberger has that big center in Carson City, Nevada. He puts everyone who's too ill to exercise on ozone and it builds up their inner fitness to the point where they can then exercise. Hmm. Once a person can vigorously exercise, they make their own ozone. But if somebody's living a sedentary life, they've gotten out of shape or some quote illness happens, um, they could use some ozone until they get over the hump. So it just kind of helps them get there, get, get there a little bit. Yeah. Helps them get there. Yeah. We start out right where they are, as you said earlier. Yeah. We put some ozone in there, and it tells the body to make more energy molecules. It's like doing an NAD IV, which you may have heard of those. NAD is what one of the things that drives the speed of the energy generating circle. So the more NAD I have, the faster the circle spins. Well, ozone makes more NAD in the body. Hmm. And... Uh, you know, so do certain light frequencies. If you do a Jack Cruise and get naked and go lay out there in the first morning of sunlight, you know, gonna that little wheel's gonna spin faster, right? Yeah, brother yeah. Jack. We have we have a great video. Uh, do you know um, Rhonda Patrick? Rhonda Patrick. Do you know of her? She's a big mm-hmm. fan of saunas, and she's got this whole yeah. video about how, which I never even really thought about how when you're in a infrared sauna that it really tricks your body into thinking that you've been doing some massive amounts of exercise, <laughs> you know, because you're sweating yeah. and you're breathing, you know, and your pulse. I mean, my pulse goes from like 60 to, you know, sometimes 90, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in the sun. Isn't that cool? And it, yeah. and it really is. And so she talks about how it strengthens everything, your entire circulatory heart and everything, just being in a sauna. No wonder, yes. no wonder these people have been doing saunas since the beginning of time, huh? Yeah, they knew something. They knew something. So not only then we detoxing, you know, with the sweat, all kinds of things go on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So here we have a 57-year-old female for you. Hmm. Head-on crash, severe damage to the left side, broken leg, broken arm, kneecap. Whoa, man. Mm. Um, Before the accident... She was promised a promotion with her department. However, the carrot was that she would have, I would have gone to 
overseas branch and refrain and re retrain the staff. So I accepted the offer and did that all and all and did what was asked of me with great success. Now back in the UK the management team went cold and no longer were willing to offer the promotion. Um okay. I was born to an underage mother, was adopted hmm, by grandma, who then became mom to avoid the shame of the family. I was abused. Does Dr. Massey have anything that I can do to get my way out of this conundrum? What an interesting story. Wow. Mm -hmm. God love mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of heartbreak in there. Um, so if she Googles family constellation therapy, she'll mm -hmm. either find someone near her. Okay somebody who will work by zoom typically they will offer you a free 15 to 20 minute phone call oh to see if you resonate with them to see what your issue is um but this could very well be a family story of with mom and someone, everything, grandma somebody who was moving in a direction of success and got derailed by an accident or got derailed by an unplanned pregnancy all of these things um and all of that is in that drama another self when you watch that you'll see the same sorts of things where people seem to be on this great trajectory and then suddenly uh there's what's perceived as a tragic interruption and that can be untangled. I've watched it over and over. Um, I would encourage you to do that because it's not a simple thing. Your story is not a simple story. Yeah. Uh, so what do you make sometimes when we actually then create some kind of crash like that? I mean, what's that about? Who knows? Huh? Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I recommend that, that people get their M wave, their little thing from, you know, Institute of Heart Math, it's the EM Wave 2, the one that's a standalone. You just clip it on your earlobe. And you can either get this book for like $35 on Amazon, Jacques Martel's book, uh, The Complete Dictionary of Ailments and Diseases. It has a section on accidents, hmm. as does Jobert's book, Recall Healing Pyramid of Health. And they can get this from Michelle. And I think you have Michelle's contact information on your page patrick do we because you've had a show a few times what's your um, last name yeah and we'll find that michelle so, so her last name these days is dawson okay. used to be lamasa schrader but uh it's michelle dawson now she's in georgia but she's selling jobert's book uh so for people who want to get that there are things in each book that's not in the other one um and they're written in different styles but they both have things to say about accident. And so if I'm wearing my M-Wave and I'm reading the part about accident, when I get to the sentence that's the theme of what's going on with me, this will go into high coherence. That's just crazy. So it's really tied in with the heart, huh? Yes. And so when yes. you read something or say something that's kind of congruent to heart or soul, whatever you, term you want to use, yes. uh, the mm -hmm. thing turns green. It's pretty cool. Yes. It's called a, yeah, it is. It's called, it a really heart, is. it's called a heart math. 
Yeah, and this little thing would be called an EM wave two, which means electromagnetic wave, and it's their second model. So mm-hmm. they call it an EM wave two. And it's the EM wave two is the standalone one. Uh, you can carry this with you wherever you go. The one that hooks into your phone is cheaper, but there's like a one or two heartbeat delay on it, which that bugs a geek like me. So if, if, if that doesn't bug you, then you can get the one that fits in your phone. It, it'll keep up with your data and all that. But this one changes the very heartbeat that you read what your issue is. There's zero delay in my experience. It just goes right to it doing a Byron Katie worksheet when I get to the turnaround or the example that's going to set me free this thing changes as I'm thinking it Um, and it's like oh my goodness look at that so it's almost like a super dowsing of your of your inner of your inner being (laughs) yes it is it really is so people can do a lot with that Hmm. you know um was visiting with a lady uh, just spontaneously at Casa de Luz and her daughter was there. Her daughter didn't want to go back to school and was whining about it. And and then the mother looks at me and says, oh, she loves school. You know, when she gets into school and meets with her friends and all that, everything is great. Um, she's just whining right now. And so I asked the mother, how was labor with her? Well, she starts telling the story of the labor with her, the labor was great, but the preparation for the labor, everyone in the family had a complaint. No, this isn't ready. No, this isn't right. No, this should be different. Da 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 da. da. Right as the labor is beginning, and I said, "See, that's what she inherited for you. She <laughs> took that on for you. Everything is not right when it comes to beginning the labor. When it becomes to the beginning of going back to school." she reenacts what happened all everybody's complaints about how this needed to be different how this wasn't right but once she gets in the labor everything goes great and it was like they both had this moment you know of of seeing that and you know it's just nice to know those things yeah Uh, it's fun it's a fun conversation to have a real conversation starter as they say (laughs) yes yes conversation the act of turning or changing together is that what that is is that what the where that word comes from the act of that's what that means isn't that special yeah so if we're not turning and changing we're not having a real conversation i like that yeah which yeah i mean really that's why it's so fun to have real conversations with real people because something's going on yeah rather than just small talk right which is yeah it's it's a dance you know we're turning and changing together all the time yeah like who are you what are you doing there why are we here Uh, what's it all about Alfie right where are you going (laughs) you want to go together or separate or uh, you know wow yes yes yeah it's really interesting you say that because that's the true magic and story Right, which yes. is uh, the Joseph Campbell and the things we study in screenwriting. Um, every scene, every bit of dialogue has to be going somewhere and yes. has to be interacting with the other person, not just doing small talk. 
Otherwise, the movie is boring. Yes. Yeah. It's a real metaphor for our life, too, right? Because unless, yes, unless we want to move and change and grow with somebody else or, or whatever we're doing, then it's just boring. I mean, then who cares? Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, why watch that movie? Yes. Why watch it? Uh, yeah. Right. yeah. Speaking of movies. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, uh, Meridian and I went to a movie. Um, and we went to see a movie called Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh, I've seen and, it. I've seen it promoted. I haven't seen the film. Is it good? Yeah. Man, that's a real human being movie. Oh, really good. Where the yeah. Crawdads Sing. Yes. Is yeah. it like, where is it? That, and it sounds like it'd be like in the deep south, in the south, or love story kind of thing. It's in the swamps of Carolina. Yeah, I knew it. Oh, well, the crawdad. And it's a good love story, huh? <laughs> it really is. It's very powerful. Uh, so I, I definitely recommend that one. If you like drama, if you like love stories, it's a good one. I saw a great one the other night. I have to find the name. I don't know. I stumbled on it. It was about the Old West. 1850 and this woman was abused when she was a kid and uh, she was in a brothel and this guy saw her walking down the street he fell in love with her because he was asking God to send her uh, his his wife you know and he knew at the mm-hmm. moment he saw her that that was she was it right but it happens to be that she was a prostitute which you know was like you know so yeah she went through the whole movie and trying to convince the girl to come with him and she went with him and came back went with him came back and at the end at the end, they got together. It was great, great movie. I'll, I'll look at the title. It was really well done. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's a million stories in the Naked City. This is just one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. You remember that show? That's great. Oh, yeah. We're with oh, Dr. Yeah. Richard Massey. We're liable to talk about anything here, and you can too. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com would be uh, my email address, and you can call Dare. You, you can you do, you can do. Um, it is triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Email Patrick at oneradionetwork dot com. We've been looking into the whole carnivore thing the last three months or so. More animal based fat food, you know, stuff like that. I'm really enjoying it. You know, it's like, you know, other than uh, vegans throwing you know hate bombs on Facebook, that's pretty fun. You know. <laughs> yeah, we have a hard time down here, don't we? <laughs> On planet Earth, <laughs> we just have a hard time. There's yeah, something about dividing into two groups. That's you know? right. That's right. Meat eaters, vegetarians, yeah, yeah. shirts and skins and PE. You yeah, know, yeah, the, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the whole thing. So I was yeah, I'm wearing go, go wearing ahead. my safe soil shirt. So soil, everybody, soil will everybody. save us. Soil will save us. Yeah, so Google Save Soil. Uh, do do something with Conscious Planet or Zach Bush and and uh, get some regenerative farming going. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a regenerative farmer lady in tomorrow, um, Kate Cavanaugh. She's cool. And uh, we have a great one at the farmer's market in Dripping Springs. He does piggies, you know, and it's all regenerative uh-huh. farming. And, you know, we, we've, we've seen some videos... And it's funny thing about the old vegetarian and how there's a war on meat, as you know, in this culture. Mm-hmm. The boys, they don't want you to eat meat, you know. I, I think they want you to just be vegetarian so they could just, you know, storm the castle, you know. But anyway, it's a, 
Um, so there's a lot of work being done now in Africa and other places where they actually are bringing in heavy hoofed animals, you know, big animals that you could eventually eat if you want, but just have them around. And what they do, Doc, is they go on these uh, desert places, just dry, right? And they, they break up the soil mm-hmm. just by walking around and being a buffalo, whatever they are. They yeah. break up the soil, then they poop and they pee, and then mm-hmm. that starts a whole thing going on with the sky and the, and the rain, and it helps to draw rain to it because the little things that are sprouting needs rain because it's all magical. And yeah. they're bringing back areas by bringing in animals, not taking them off like the globalists want you to believe that they're causing food shortages and poverty. It's just the opposite. Just the opposite. Yeah. I mean, look at where I live in Texas. It's pretty much a desert, right? Yes. Pretty yes. much a desert. This yeah. land used to be grasslands. It was full of moo cows. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. as soon as you take all the moo cows out, that's what happens to it. Turn into a desert. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, but as long as, as, long as property values go up, <laughs> wow well there's that you know pay paradise and put up a parking lot baby but isn't it just funny how yeah. you can look at yeah, a culture and pretty much anything you look at is just opposite of the truth yeah just pretty much the opposite yeah building empire instead of building community that's right you know Installing democracy and instead of just being mm-hmm. real with the people, you know, <laughs> being democratic yeah. or whatever the word means. You know. Yes. So, so we'll go over and just, well, loot and plunder for a while and, we'll, you know, let us know, you know. Yeah. It's, yes. It's amazing. I hear you. It's just amazing, man. Well, but Earth is a fun thing and it is our terrain, right? It's our terrain. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'll mention to, to those who are descendants of combat veterans. Oh, okay. That what we see in constellations is the strongest bond, the strongest held people in my family system are the fallen comrades and victims of my military ancestors. Ooh. They're actually held more strongly in the constellation than blood relatives. Um, And so some of us carry symptoms in our body related to that. And that can be shifted in a constellation. What does that mean, strong in the constellation? What does that mean when you say strong in the constellation? So I was watching a constellation one day where a man married man had a couple of kids but when the constellation was set up he walked toward the fallen comrades of his veteran father Um, and it was like he always had this despair and this desire to die he couldn't stay focused on his living family he was drawn somehow toward death and when he walked toward people representing the fallen comrades, they put out their arms and they stopped him and they said, this is not your place. Even though you feel drawn here, this is not your place. And the healing movement was for him and someone representing his military father 
to bow and honor the fates of the fallen comrades. When that happened, he could turn and see his wife and children for the first time. Hmm. His energy actually went toward them instead of being pulled toward those who died on the battlefield with his father. I'm curious. Wow. How can people mm-hmm. listening uh, this morning on August 15th who are in, say, relationships, significant others or whatever, um, with families, use these kind of concepts uh, at home and when they're up close and personal rather than going through, I don't know, sessions and learning and all that. Uh, what are some ideas that they can just start doing with their wife or husband or girlfriend or boyfriend or children to, uh, is there ways they can just start doing something now to work through just some things? Because it, sure. it's kind of true, let me, let me preface it, isn't it that the only reason we are with people is so we can get closer to them? Yeah. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a big, the experience of connection and ideally we'll come to the place where we realize we're one we're with one. everything. We're one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're all, we're all connected. And so this one was from one of Bert Hellinger's books. He was the guy who developed constellations, but um I, I probably have this on my Instagram page. If I don't, I'll put it on there. But he called it the prayer at the dawn of life. The prayer of the dawn of life. Hmm. And what I, what I ask people to do after we've done a session is to find a place where they have a tiered bookshelf and put photos or symbols to represent their parents and then higher up photos or symbols to represent their grandparents. Hmm. Then once a day, sit in front of that and be smaller, physically lower and smaller than the parents and the grandparents, and say whichever of these sentences feel true that day. The, The biggest healing movement that opens a person to the flow of love is to be small in front of their parents. If they can really be the little one, even if that means lying on the floor and saying these words, thanking the parents for the gift of life, if that feels true, some people can't, mm-hmm. it's too rough. Um, so just saying, you are my parents, you came first, I came second, um, and just lie down on the floor if necessary and say, I'm the one who takes the gift of life and you're the one who gives it. Those are just things that are biologically true. And when we say whatever is biologically true in a family, it makes something relax inside of us. Hmm. Our, Our biochemistry relaxes, our posture relaxes. People can start with something like that because then the flow of love is coming from their grandparents and parents through them and it's available for a partner or children or nieces or nephews that's really cool I like it that's really cool Mm Hmm. yes I think we have a phone call for it good morning Mm -hmm. who's this Hey, good morning. This is Mo from Fort Worth, Texas. What's your name, baby? Mo, M-O-E. 
MOE. Hi, Mo. You're on the air yeah, with Dr. Massey. Yeah, Dr. Massey, I wanted to ask you, I know you took some stem cells, but you never talked about it again, so do you have any news or what's going on, or did you take any more? Ah, thank you for asking about that. Um, yeah, so um, taking the stem cells, there was definitely something that happened uh, that felt good. And after about two weeks, it kind of blends in and uh, to where it's hard to discern what's going on. It's like it becomes part of the system or something in a way. Um, okay. I decided to do a, a second batch from another company uh, that has less strict requirements. Um, and uh, so the first time was 20 million stem cells, and it's from that group out of Dallas. Um, I, I maybe showed that before. I don't have that with me, but they're more like a missionary uh, church group. And uh, so it was 20 million stem cells. It was $6,500. Uh, it was given IV on March 29th. I could tell something was happening. Uh, some things were kind of rearranging. Um, and then about July 29th, very close to that, I did 100 million stem cells from a group that I cannot mention um, that had a much lower price because they don't do all the screening. Like they don't screen smokers versus non-smokers or traumatic birth versus non-traumatic birth, that kind of thing. Um, and I could also tell when those went in, definitely something rejuvenating was happening. And then once again, after a couple of weeks, uh, I can't tell the difference between my living day-to-day -day life and did something, is something like wonderful and uplifting still going on. Um, I'm just trusting that what they say is true. I did, uh, with the second group, I did actually take some photos of a droplet from the vial and it was filled with stem cells. Um, so it was the real deal. And after I do those, I do uh, more of my spiritual practice, um, hoping to encourage them to move in a direction that's worthy of the sacrifice that was made hmm. um, and I like to say thank you to the mothers and the babies who you know I suspect it more properly belongs with um, I don't see myself wanting to do that as a as a pattern because uh, I don't think they belong to me I'm, I'm not clear about that but I don't think that I want to live a life where I have to count on that um, to get me out of a, a jam over and over and over. Um, yeah. I just of those things belong with the babies and the mothers. Doc and Mo, there's, a, there's some really good work being done. A good friend of mine is a director in, in Australia, and he's just completed a whole documentary on stem cells. And uh, it's not released yet, but I saw it really well done. And these stem cell people from all over the world. But there's some really cool work being done with our own stem cells as well. 
Yes. Right. That's yeah. That's different. That's a yeah, whole those, other thing. But then they belong. To us. Yeah, they'll yes. belong to us. But then they have the umbilical and others. Mo, what are you? Are you thinking about doing this? Do you, you have something? Yes. After I heard Doctor Massey, because I was thinking for a long time, and I was just waiting for him. I did talk to the lady that he gave the name. Oh. Okay. Alpine or whatever her yeah. name is. Oh yeah, yeah, from Alpine. Yes. Yeah, good friend. Yeah, I had a long chat with her for an hour. And I was just waiting to see what was happening. And yes. my question is that you are saying you had it done with the second company and they don't do as much screening, but isn't it very important to do the screening of the stem cells or the person? Yeah, I completely agree. And uh, I, think you're, I think you're good to go with the Alpine people. They have a good heart. They do good screening. Um, and see what your experience is with them. I think it's worth doing. And it's more of a consensual thing that the people are donating their cords consciously, yeah. um, which I think makes a really big difference. Um, yeah. So is there any way why you can't give the name of the second company you had it done through that don't do so much screening? Or can I call you <laughs> directly? Um. So it's because this is a group of people who are actually working on a patent and it's important that nothing be known before the patent comes out. Oh, oh okay. Okay. I was just wondering. Okay. Thank you so oh, much really, for thanks for time coming. and explaining thank to me. I appreciate that. Uh, oh, you're so welcome. And all the best with that. There's obviously something there to be done and we'll just uh, more and more research and uh, trial and error, but uh, on this on this documentary, there's these are really well credentialed docs with some quite amazing stories, with knees oh, yeah. and uh, shoulders and stuff like that. Just using their own stem cells, just using yes. their own stem cells. Yeah, it's very powerful, Patrick. And I think that's what happens when a person does a constellation or a recall healing session, and they have an aha moment and something really shifts. I think what happens is is that story in the subconscious is actually in charge of our stem cells. Sure. And it tells them you cannot make happier exosomes than this. This is your limit. Go for it. <laughs> but when the constellation happens, the limit expands. Mm -hmm. So now my subconscious tells the stem cells, hey, make some happier exosomes. You know, you have everybody's permission, Be so to speak. Don't worry, be yeah, happy. Yeah, be happy. Go for it, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And there's even uh, evidence, um, you know, anytime we do some things that are that we believe are is good for the body, then we make stem cells. <laughs> I mean, even intermittent fasting uh, has proven to make more stem cells. And I suspect maybe the stem cells are just God's way of little angels that work on things when, when we change our state of consciousness, right? Yes. Yes. Stem cell angels. It was beautiful, really, listening to Nicholas Gonzalez's talk to the Weston A. Price Society. It was entitled Cancer and Enzymes. Uh, but he goes into how the little fetus is just shot through and through with stem cells while it's in the womb. Wow. Just as a reserve for when things come up in life. And... Uh, yeah, it was a magical story listening to him tell it, the John Beard's work and 
William Donald Kelly and all those yeah. people. It was really well put together. And to your point about the idea of making more and unlimited, I think it could be argued pretty easily that why would there be a limit to anything? Why would there right. be a limit to how much stem cells you can make? You know, right? Why would there be? Unless you think God is limited, and I don't think that's the case. Right. Yeah, what's coming up for me is, is that in some way, I think we came in to experience, at least on a physical level, the sense of limit, that we volunteered for it. Uh, because there's a beauty in it on the physical level to experience limit physically and to explore what that limit is just like there's a beauty in experiencing the limitless that we find in our stillness practice uh, that it's a wide range of experience that's possible for us humans um, and I like the idea that I volunteered for this it feels good right in this moment that I I volunteered to experience a limited physical nature and then why do you think you did that there's i don't know but i'm really feeling happy as i think about it uh <laughs> that you know it's it's like because it's one of the possibilities i mean you know that that poem by william stafford uh i believe it, the there's a part in it that says the creation story is that the great sky god thinking the solitude of this great sky god was going to continue forever wept and the drops fell to the earth and became creation hmm. became the earth and creation and it's we're here as expressions of that to experience that which is limited and that which is unlimited and everything in between because that's just our nature we want to know it all we want to experience it all and we want to really feel it. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. And we, I think that we would only get to the point where we would ever believe we're limitless when we understand that we have believed that we were limited and we discovered, well, hmm, maybe not. It's almost the old idea that, you know, you can't get found until you're lost, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. People say exactly. I'm lost. Well, good. Then you can get found if you're lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. If you're not lost, you yeah. can't get found. What can I tell you? You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the people that don't think they're lost that uh, can't get found. You know. Yes. It, well, isn't that our origin story? Somebody said Is that for yeah. and ended up here. <laughs> And ended up here looking for love in all the wrong places, baby. <laughs> We've all done that. Wow. That's great. Uh, Richard Massey's with us, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. We're going to do a little break here and, uh, and uh, kind of uh, tell you about some of our products. Um, for those of you who are new around these here parts, uh, what we do here is... Um, we're on the show. We're on the show uh, every day except Thursday, and uh, and then on Friday uh, we just kind of wax the uh, trip fandango and 
talk about one of my passions, which is um, uh, soul, mind, body thing, and it takes a long time to get young. And here's what we do on, on Friday. And that's the name of a book I'm working on for the end of time. And then also my third screenplay. This is the name of this um, screenplay. It takes a long time to get young. And uh, so that's the whole idea where we talk about how we age, why we age, why we don't age, how we create disease, and you know, and the whole thing. And uh, so that's on Friday. But otherwise, we have people like Dr. Massey, Ray Pete, uh, and uh, usually four, five, six, sometimes six different people Monday through Wednesday. And we have all of our videos on BitChute, so you can go on there. We're starting to upload them on YouTube as well. We're only, we just got a little YouTube thing started up again, and we're only putting on the, the, the PG rated ones, because if you do the R rated ones, where it talks about you know vaccines and stuff like that, they'll censor you. So but there was a great, um, there was a little great meme that somebody put on, on Faceplant. Let me read it to you. You'll like this one. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's a good one, which falls along the same lines of that idea is that 90, I'll find it here, hold on. Don't move. Smoke them if you got them. They used to say that in the military. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> Where is that? I can't believe it's not on there. Well, it's an idea that 97% of all of the uh, the studies done were, um, <laughs> were, were um, funded by people that want a certain certain uh, um, certain result and the other 3% are censored that's the idea and uh, so YouTube doesn't allow things to get really spicy when it comes to so so we don't put those up there so anyway I got off sidetrack there we have videos on YouTube and BitChute we have about 4,000 or so hours worth of um, of audio on one radio network it's all at no cost and we you can use our little search function it says search here on the top right, right underneath the store uh, ad, and then search for all kinds of things, whether it be detoxing, thyroid, uh, uh, Richard Massey, Daniel Vitale, just all the different shows or people or whatever. Just to look around, and I think you'll find a lot of really, really fun things there. Uh, and they go back 15 years, some real gems, uh, jewels, and we've had the opportunity to talk to just a just a lot of people, you know, just a lot of people uh, over these 15 years. We're very grateful. So check those out, and it's all free for you. And the way we earn our living is to um, support ourselves uh, by promoting products. We more we make a commission, uh, like this one. Yeah, this is one. Whoops, that's not one. <laughs> I had it. Where is it? Here, oh, here it is. Previously with cardiologist Dr. Joel Kahn, 35 years experience in cardiology. On your commercial break, you hit a hot button because I'm a giant fan of infrared sauna and the cardiac benefits. Tell us about uh, why you like these saunas for the heart. What does it do? In Japan, it's a traditional therapy of heart disease to even sick heart patients to sit for 15 or 20 minutes in an infrared sauna, then lie down and rest and hydrate for about half an hour. They call it wa-on, W-A-O-N. It means soothing heat. And they've done research studies, like 30 of them in humans. Anti-ages your arteries and improves the strength of your heart, and it may actually 
prolong survival in sick heart patients. Anybody can just, again, go to the Internet, read about infrared sauna heart disease, or put my name there because I've written many articles about it. Now there's data coming out of Sweden and Finland because they've published some amazing data that number of times a week you're in a sauna, number of minutes each time, you can just track out how long you're going to live. So very powerful therapy by being in, my favorite is an infrared sauna. Well, I don't know about you, but if the heart muscles and the arteries are happy, things are good. Things are good, babe. And um, um, Rhonda Patrick suggests the same thing, that there's a difference in studies between um, health and longevity with uh, sauna, sauna seven days a week as opposed to five. I mean... What is up with that, which is really congruent to what Dr. Khan was saying on that interview a couple of years ago. So if you'd like to get one, we have a super special going on now just for the month of August, eleven ninety five delivered. If you'd like to get one, the only way to do it is to email me, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Quick little plug for my friend Fred Dashevsky. He has a company called U.S. Coin Capital. And if you're following the financial world like we do, we'll keep doing more shows on it. And the whole thing is just uh, bonkers. Uh, the financial world is bonkers. And we know one thing, the gold and silver is going to most likely, I'll just use that term, go up in value in the next few years. It's got to the way the system is. Call Fred if you'd like to get some gold and silver coins. 800-878-2646. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Don't you think it's fascinating that we incarnated? You say you chose. Um, you did, but kind of, sort of. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't know if, they, if you had an option between here and you know right. some castle on the astral plane. But anyway, it, I mean, we chose to be here during some really exciting extraordinary times as spiritually right people waking up just exploding it's pretty cool right pretty cool things are really shaken yeah i agree i agree not always comfortable no 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 nobody said it was going to be but uh, <laughs> that was in the fine print and this may not be comfortable <laughs> Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and you say, well, what do I sign? You want to read the fine print? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> yes, like every contract I've signed, I didn't understand much of what was That's in That's right. It. They call it adhesion contract. It's like kind of like when you get a birth certificate and you find out that you just sold your soul to the company, you know what. Yeah. Right, don't get yeah. me started there. It's funny, yeah. isn't it, how we do these things? It's just like, yeah. it's just a trip, huh? Yeah, so I, I emailed you that another self uh, should have come over, and I emailed you a nice photo of some microscopic poop and somebody's limp fluid just from the other day. Um, so we seem to have a epidemic of leaky gut is one of the things that's going on as we're going through these times. Leaky, yeah, leaky gut. There's a so lot whenever, of that going around, right? Yeah, whenever, whenever we think that... <clears throat> something I usually use the SH word is going on <laughs> in the world or in my personal life. Yeah. My, my brain will actually create a leak to flood my bowel with fluid and give me diarrhea and flush that nasty thing out of my being. It, it thinks it can clear 
and change the world by just removing fecal material. Uh, and so it opens up the leaky gut, trying to help me out. But, you know, some of the stuff goes the other way. Yeah. And, uh, isn't it fascinating how just the thought and the idea that it can do that? I mean, isn't, that alone is worth yeah. the price of admission, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Really? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do leaky gut remedies every day because I'm kind of susceptible to that perception. And, uh, yeah, I work on that and oh, you saw, check it you out. Sent, you sent me some picture of feces and candida lymphocytes. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. With the yeah blood. You can see those red blood cells and you can see that little clump of poop there with the little white balls of candida and the bacteria. It's actually a little ball of feces. And, and of course, that increases after any vaccination, after I any bet, injection. I bet so. Something, I bet you so. know, it really goes way up and it creates those little microscopic blood clots mm. um, that are related with uh, fecal material coming into the system. Uh, Andrew Wakefield proved that with the biopsies on those little kids, which is how he got in trouble with Merck, and they're still in court about all that stuff. Right. Uh, but he actually physically proved it. Wow. And uh, I, I get to see it everywhere. Yeah, you know. Let's take this call. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Robert in Houston. Hey, Robert in Houston, long time no here. You're on the air with Richard Matt Massey. What do you got? I got a question for Doc, and maybe this will spill over to Ray P. Too, in regards to your leaky gut. This has been I've been wondering this. For those who take aspirin, and mm. even Ray Pete's a big promoter in the aspirin. Yeah. And aspirin causes that little stomach bleeding, supposedly. Does that mm -hmm. make holes in the stomach, which is going to cause leaky gut? Is that, see what I'm trying to think about, Dr. Massey? Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right on it there. And so whenever I take aspirin or Advil, I take it with something that helps the gut lining. Uh, take it with DGL, glutamine, colostrum, bone broth. Um, mm -hmm. You know, one of those kind of products to help seal up the, uh, the little tiny holes that the non-steroidal medicines and aspirin make yeah and Good Patrick, point. if you if you could ask maybe ray that if you remember if he's on next see what his thoughts on that are because i know well he's a you know promoter. i know he he doesn't believe any of that he believes that aspirin's just fine thank you very much he has for years that's what he believes well would and everybody would it just hurt to ask about the holes in the stomach and if it's leaky i mean well I no i mean robert i tell you we've asked him he's talked about it he promotes aspirin. He thinks it's just fine. In, in, in relation to leaky gut, though? In relation to anything. He just doesn't think it's an issue to take aspirin. Oh, you think you don't even want to ask him. That's well, okay. come on. <laughs> I can ask him again, but he say, he'll say, well, I told you. I mean, he said it oh, no, over I many know. years. He just, he, Robert, he's just yeah. said it. Just, I know he's just get over it, and if you, if you want to take it, you can. If you don't, you can, you know? Well, thanks for jumping all over me again. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I don't Bye. know. I mean, I try to, you know, I don't know what to tell you. <clears throat> Ray Pete has been a, a Pete, sure, Ray Pete has been a promoter, a promoter of aspirin for since forever. And I don't, I'm not saying he's right. I don't know. Um, sure. And he, he just be, I don't say he's right about everything. And some people disagree with him. And, but Robert, so, you know that's his position on it 
uh, Robert Richard Massey just told you that his position is that he can take it with bone broth and stuff like that. So uh, I mean, I'm not going to ask him again because he's already told me. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think people find their tribe. They find their tribe. My, my tribe is the people with sensitive linings. Um, me because I look. I, I'm not saying that because I haven't looked. I actually look, and uh, when I see a pattern on someone's blood and lymph droplets that shows that their GI tract is in a mess, I figure they're part of my tribe. That's why they came over here to have a look. And if they're going to do those things, do something nice for their gut. My bet is, is that Ray Pete is part of a different tribe. And he's part of a tribe where blood clotting is a bigger problem than leaky gut. Ah, well said. But to Robert, I, I'm going to ask him because I'm sorry for being so feisty. Sure. With it. I will ask him. I'll just bring it up and say somebody else called. What about, uh, what would you say, leaky gut or something like that? with aspirin okay yeah yeah it causes a microscopic bleeding and you can actually watch that on on poop test you know after somebody (laughs) takes aspirin if you're in a a testing poop you know yeah 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 it's a little hemocult test you know and, and people can see that but we have different tribes and if if blood clotting is an issue like it when i get little bits of atrial fibrillation I'm taking an Advil or an aspirin, even though I'm not sure that that's related to to clotting. I'm just not taking any chances, and I'm going to do some stuff for the leaky gut. Good morning. Um, Who's this? Hi, this is Dr. Hone. Yes, sir. And you guys were talking about aspirin. Yeah, what do you think, Doc? Hi, thanks for calling. Yeah, remember Sherry Rogers? You had her on a lot. Oh, years ago, yeah. Looks like she's fifty and she's eighty some or something. And she, <laughs> yeah, and she plays tennis yeah, three hours a day and all that. Right. I mean, have you ever read any of her books? Oh, um, long years ago. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she talks about the aspirin fraud. It's like they they had a study and it's like one percent benefit from it, and then they, I mean. Uh, it's like one person had heart problems and then they took aspirin and two people so it was a hundred percent improvement it's oh that's like, that's where they do uh, doc the, the little fraud. baby aspirin thing every day for the heart people yeah yeah, yeah and it's yeah. just Blood complete thinner. fraud well we'll it's talk to Ray Pete about it we will talk to him about it you know yeah. you guys were talking about aspirin so I I, oh. I was like mentioning look at the studies it's just ridiculous yeah but you know doc just to yeah. be fair too you can you can find studies pros and cons on everything you know that right right, right. but she takes the studies and looks at the statistics and picks them apart and it's like you know these guys made huge claims when you really look at the study and it's a non-issue oh you mean for the doctors recommending the daily aspirin thing right you're right, right. yeah I wouldn't you doubt know, that one. <laughs> I wouldn't take. Study. Would you take aspirin every day? I wouldn't take it even if it was safe. <laughs> I'm like you, carnivore. You know. Are you a carny? I mean, yeah. I've been on it for like five weeks, and instead of willow in the morning, it's it's ironwood. And <laughs> from the motion picture, ironwood. Yeah, that a boy. But it's, 
and it's that way all night long. I have dreams every time I wake up to go pee. I have to wait a little bit, and you know, good for you. And, uh, Man, boy. That's what wow. we're talking about. And, uh, wow, and Frank, like, I'm telling you, you, know, See, uh, you got Massey interested get, now, right? Yeah, you're gonna yeah. have to donate your blood. Tired. Share that with some of us, you know. <laughs> and I get tired. <laughs> and here's some other beneficial stuff. I like even energy all day long. I, I know. Drink a heck of a lot more water. I, you know, Doc. I'm feeling the same thing. I'm three months. I've never felt better. I've never pooped oh, better. Yeah. I've never had more energy in my life. Um, uh, and did you hear? Did you hear the the show we did with this um, uh, Doctor? Kilts, kilts, K I L. One of the latest carnivore yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, kilts. Yes. Well, he was talking about in Doc Two. You'd be interested in this. Some magical, magical, um, glistening, glistening kind of coating that goes on your colon when you're oh, carnivore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it? What was the name of that? Uh, it was glyco something, and it's kind of like uh, really soft and slippery. And you can get there if you don't do carbs and sugar and, and beans and right. grains and stuff. And I'm seeing that, and it's like, whoa. Glycofusion or Gly- whatever it's called. I, 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 it's like, it's amazing. My, my colon and gut and everything, I've never felt better, Doc, in my whole life. My whole life. Wow, and, wow. So, right, you and, know. You know and then when you sleep, when you have REM, your, your erectile tissues get stimulated which i didn't know i found that little tidbit somewhere so probably the same with women which means you know you're you're dreaming a lot more and i get sleepy easily you know fall asleep dead like a rock around midnight hmm. on the what, night what were you eating before but, you went carny oh i'd have trouble falling asleep i'd yeah. wake up in the middle of the night and stay awake and stare at the ceiling and <laughs> and all that and I require less sleep you know I got to bed at 2 o'clock the other night and woke up at 6 and I feel fine yeah you know I'm with you I was up at 5 this morning I worked 12 hours on my screenplay on Sunday 12 hours straight nice wow yeah never and I wasn't tired I wasn't tired yeah so So, there's something to it well good well good good for you yeah, and I, you know, I don't eat that much at one sitting. I just cook like a pound of burger or pound and a half. I kind of graze on it all day long. Mm. You know, eat a couple spoonfuls and then spoonsful and then, okay, I'm full. And then when I come back to the house, eat a little bit more just to keep it steady. Um, well, keep fueling I'm the glad tank, you're having a good time. We have to run because uh, it's Ray P time. But thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Call anytime. All right. All right. Have a good day, you, you guys. Okay. okay See you later, Frank. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, I've never felt uh, happier down in my stomach and colon area my whole life. And I'm just eating meat and butter and eggs and goat's milk. Beautiful. It's great. Beautiful. It's crazy. So go figure. We'll see how where where we go with it. Well, Doc, we got to go. Ray P time, and uh, thanks. Okay. Thanks for everything. What are you going to do today, uh, Fun? Yeah, good to see. You. I'm going over for a massage, and then we're doing constellations. So, boy, life in the fast lane, man, and living large. Yeah, yeah. We we have one real quick question here. What from 
What NAD supplements does Dr. Massey like? What is NAD? Okay, so, you know, I got kind of kicked out of the system when the NAD started coming along, so I didn't keep up with all the all the supplements related to it. Right. I'll, I'll just tell you that Frank Schallenberger told us that you need 700 to 1. You need 700 NAD molecules to every one NADH molecules to rev up your mitochondria. And one of the things that pulls the H off of the NAD is ozone. Hmm. Ozone will pull the H off the NAD. And it's just a NADH is just a, a, a form of vitamin B3, right? That's, that's what it is. So if you pull the H off the NADH, it turns into NAD. It tells the body we need more energy because there's more free radicals going in the system, which ozone is a free radical. Heavy exercise makes free radicals. But if we can rev up our energy system, then we just kind of live at a higher level. We can face more free radicals, neutralize them all. Um, that's my basic understanding of it. And that people who are really in a jam, if they take an NAD IV straight, it's a long IV, like three or four hours, it can be very rejuvenating for them. Huh? Uh, I do the coffee enemas and the rectal ozone when I get in a jam. Um, you know, for other people, I do it in their blood, ozonate their blood and give it back to them, but only for friends and family. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I don't see anybody else. I have no practice. No going. practice. So, friends and family? Just for friends and family. Friends, you and, know. friends and family only. Just like the boys told me, they said, you know, we, if you go back to doing anesthesia, we don't see any problem in you keeping your license. But if you're going to do this natural stuff. Yep. There's a problem. There is a problem. Houston, we have a problem. We have a problem. Okay, so. kid. Well, thanks for being here, and I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. It's always fun to have, talking to you, and uh, we will see you next um, next month, next month, if not before. Uh, sounds good, Patrick. Thanks, brother. Love you. Appreciate it. Love you, too. Take care. Uh-huh. Richard Massey, Bye-bye. One Radio Network.com. He the real deal. And um, we're going to set up here. We're running a few minutes late. Dr. Ray Pete, PhD. If you have a question for him, 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Um, I, I, just to kind of tease you, I'm going to ask Ray Pete about this. This goes along with what Robert said. Um, where is it? Oh, maybe I'll just read it on the air. This was a comment for one of the carnivore shows that we did. And this fellow commented. Oh, yeah, here it is. And I'm gonna actually read this to Ray P. It says, Patrick, have you bothered listening to a single word while questioning Ray Pete throughout the past decade? Well, ironically, you have another chance to learn nothing this coming Monday. So there you have it. This is the kind of emails I get. I'm going to ask Ray Pete about that. So I'm going to ask Ray Pete if he, if, I, if he really thinks I should eat exactly what he thinks I should eat or what I think I should eat. And you know what he's going to say. 
from the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Is this the lovely and talented Dr. Ray Pete? I think so. <laughs> How are you doing there, kid? Uh, pretty well. Huh? Oh, you sound good. Uh, good. Yeah. I, uh, was probably the vegetables I'm s- causing a problem. Yeah, so that's so, well, let's talk about it on the air. That's very interesting. How could I possibly be a vegetable? But you were having a problem, weren't you? I mean, we could hear it. Yeah. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, not not quite as uh, uh, annoying as this Robert Kennedy's, but I think it was basically the same. But it seems thing. like it's, uh, and it sounds uh, like it can even get better. You're still not quite through it? Uh, um, uh, yeah, the, it's... Uh, uh, well, let's talk about it on the air. Let's talk about it on the air. Because uh, uh, okay. people were emailing me and they were really concerned about you, you know? Because we didn't know. I should have asked you what what was going on, but I didn't want to in, intrude, you know, into your life. So you know, that, uh-huh. <laughs> that's the only reason I didn't say anything. Okay, so let's let's get going here. We'll have some fun. We'll have some fun. Okay, so we are streaming audio. We are streaming recording the video uh, audio, and now we're going to record. Um, uh, we're going to record video. Stream it, right? There you go. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is One Radio Network.com. Well, very pleasant good morning to you. Welcome back. We are live. Uh, well, we were live five minutes ago, so I guess we're still live. Wait a minute. That's not right. Hold on a second. Uh, why isn't that working? Hold on. Let me get the video thing right, and I'll figure it out. Um, oh, I know what I have to do. Let me change something real quick. Sorry, I thought it was, thought I had it, but then I didn't. If you'd like to join the show, well, you have to do it by email because Ray Pete is on the telephone, and he's a PhD. He's been a PhD for a very long time, one of the best ever in the world does great research and has been working on um, things for you and helping people uh, since the 60s. And he taught in a naturopathic school and uh, his work with hormones is just kind of like, um, you know, legendary. He probably knows more about the hor- uh, the thyroid than anybody on the planet uh, or the earth plane today, sorry, no planet. But um, so uh, if you'd like to be on the show, the email is the way to do it. It is Patrick. 
at oneradionetwork.com. Mr. Pete, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good. So, a couple of months ago, you started having a little bit of trouble talking, right? Uh, oh, a lot of trouble. A lot of uh, trouble. Well, uh, several months before that, I, I had uh, t- tried some uh, ham and bacon that were uh, pr- preserved with celery juice powder, and I knew I was allergic to celery, but uh, it was so good I went ahead and ate it, and uh, for, for about two weeks I could hardly breathe. Wow. The, the tightest my vocal cords ever got, uh, and then uh, after several months I decided to experiment with uh, changing my diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 35 years ago, I had I developed a migraine from uh, eating many uh, vegetable-related right. foods and spices and things. And uh, so I was checking that out to see if I, I still had any of those terrible allergies. And I didn't, but they had changed to uh, the uh, phlegm and tightness of the vocal cords. Wow. And... Uh, uh, so I was experimenting with with a higher higher vegetable diet, and uh, and it didn't work uh, well. It didn't work well. Uh, uh, yeah, chronic uh, tendency to cough and resisting the cough, I would get just a constant spasm of the vocal cords, uh, which it uh, I think is the same thing basically as what they call spastic. Dystonia uh, makes your. Well, that, that's cord. what Bobby Kennedy, Robert Kennedy Jr. has, right? Uh, uh, yeah, it makes the cords so tight that you, be. Uh, just, just squeak. And uh, uh, there are variations on it. I've known a couple people who uh, uh, went silent. Uh, they uh, had the choice of uh, either complete tightness and not breathing. Uh, or they just paralyzed their vocal cords and uh, couldn't make a sound other than a whisper. And, and so uh, this all started through just eating certain vegetables that you were allergic to a couple months ago. Uh, uh, yeah, huh. yeah. Uh, and uh, I think it works through causing a general inflammation, uh, intestinal and uh, uh, respiratory in general, but uh, it happens... The, the, probably related to aging or something that uh, <laughs> some people it, it hits just in the vocal cords of the interesting uh, well this started a couple of months ago the last two shows you were really having a hard time you know getting through the questions you know and I didn't say anything because I just out of so much respect for you I didn't want to butt in you know and say are you having a hard time and I just didn't know what to do but we just went through the shows and they, they were fine but um, and now it sounds like you still got a little bit going on, but you you're working through it just by changing your diet. Uh, uh, yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah, I'm probably still very uh, uh, allergic, but I uh, uh, avoid the worst things. You hmm. avoid <laughs> the worst things, right? So, what are you eating now? Uh, oh, uh, I, I cut out. Basically, all of the vegetables. I'm still trying uh, oatmeal, though I, I, I like my little oatmeal breakfast. Yeah. 
crazy, but uh, that's the only vegetable cereal I've been still really? having. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been totally off vegetables for about three months because I'm doing this whole carnivore thing, you know, and uh, I've never felt better. And uh, I don't miss vegetables either. I just, I, yeah, I didn't miss them for uh, about forty years. But you never really, did you ever really get, Doc, getting into the whole heavy meat, uh, heavy animal protein thing? Did you ever do that? Uh, uh, not philosophically, but in practice, that was when I had money to buy uh, tasty food. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you <laughs> ate, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's so funny, because I just read a, an email, and I wanted to read it to you, because I think this is important that we talk about this, because... You know how much respect I have for you and everybody in your work. And there was a fellow uh, that that sent in a um, um, a comment on a show that we did with a fellow doctor. By uh, his name is Ivor Cummins, and he's called uh, the Fat Emperor. And he wrote a book called uh, um, Let's see, something like Eat Rich and Live Long. Thousands of studies, and he's really well researched about the benefits of more fat you know, on the diet and animal foods. So this person emailed in, Doc, and he said, have you, have you bothered listening to a single word while questioning Dr. Pete throughout the past decade? Well, ironically, you have another chance to learn nothing this coming Monday. So, <laughs> so I mean, so let's talk about that. I mean, even if you had 12 PhDs and the most respected thing in the world, if you were... If you were recommending eating a particular way that didn't work for me, would you still recommend I do that? Oh, oh no, no, that's the first thing. Uh, uh, watch, uh, watch, and adjust and adapt. Uh, the, the starting fifty, sixty years ago, I, I realized that more people were getting sick from their supplements mm. than were being helped. Mm. And I, I just uh, suggested that they try uh, cutting out uh, the supplements for <laughs> a week or ten days, uh, and it was just amazing. There was a, wow. a, a cure of uh, hay fever throughout <laughs> the hay fever season in Eugene when people just stopped their vitamin C and other things. Isn't that funny? So this was uh, this would be all kinds of things, even vitamin C or vitamins and minerals. Certain uh, isolated minerals, isolated nutrients. Uh, they can all be extremely hard on the digestive system and uh, cause more ir- irritation than benefit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I have to tell you, Doctor uh, Pete, uh, three months of just eating meat and butter and eggs and goat's milk, my gut has never felt better or worked better in my life. It's just crazy uh, oh what's that about i mean come on uh, oh, what's that about uh, you you can see it works with uh, uh, just about any kind of animal uh, uh, rabbits are among the uh, few animals that don't tolerate uh, a lot of animal fat hmm. uh, but the, their digestive systems are just uh, just too, too adjusted to the plant material uh, but but uh, everyone is uh, uh, benefited in some way if they can uh, uh, totally leave out plant material uh, because uh, the muscle and fat 
contain uh, almost no uh, uh, of the none of the intrinsic allergens. All right. Our plants have to defend themselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with putting poison in their tissues, but uh, animals can fight back or run uh, to to escape, so they don't need to have <laughs> they can they can run away. Yeah, the the carnivore people talk about these things. I think some of them are oxalates, some are other things. And uh, the, you know, the curious thing about eating a lot of carbs and vegetables, Dr. Pete, and potatoes and stuff, that you end up pooping two or three times a day but it turns out that you're just pooping out all the fiber and if you don't eat that you don't have to poop three times a day do you know uh, what I mean? Uh, yeah they, they've known that babies have no trouble uh, making adequate bulk on, on pure milk and fat. Hmm. Uh, uh, you don't need fiber to make bulk uh, the bacteria not normally grow to produce about 80% of the bulk of the movement. Hmm. So, uh, so do you think we need uh, fiber at all? I mean, even grains and. Oh, uh, yeah. Lot, lots of people uh, show benefit from from uh, adding fiber, hmm. even though the fiber itself is intrinsically irritating. Uh, there have been studies in which it uh, worked like an antibiotic, basically. Hmm. It, it uh, moved things through the intestine so much faster that the bad bacteria didn't have a chance to grow. It moved things through faster so the wonky bacteria couldn't grow. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah hmm. uh, women at a, a, a fertility clinic, I think it was, hmm. uh, were uh, being given... Uh, antibiotics uh, to see if they maybe had an ovary infection uh, and when they took the antibiotic uh, they uh, didn't improve their fertility but it uh, cured their chronic PMS and headache symptoms uh, and uh, so they were uh, studying what was happening there uh, and the antibiotic work the same way a laxative does to uh, keep the uh, uh, bacteria from producing toxic irritants. And in a group of experiments, we uh, gave women just uh, raw carrot every day (laughs) uh, rather than an antibiotic. Uh, And the same thing happened hormonally. They're uh, PMS-related uh, hormones normalized uh, cortisol uh, indicating stress uh, went down to normal uh, just from uh, cleaning up their intestine uh, getting faster movement uh, and uh, the reason for that is that uh, low thyroid makes the intestine move slowly uh, and that Uh, lets the bacteria overgrow, uh, produce toxins. Uh, And so anything you can do to uh, get the intestine move faster is going to uh, improve your hormone function by uh, not letting the bacteria 
create the stress uh, leading to the PMS. Interesting. So that's what this, the greater carrot that you like does, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, uh, carrot every day for about uh, 20 or 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> so you, do you wear glasses or does it really affect the, I'm just kidding, on the division? Is it vitamin A or something, vision? With carrots? Uh, uh, no, that no. was just, just for the fiber effect. Oh, just for the fiber. But is there something to carrots in the vision like it's been talked about, or is that just a uh, fairy uh, well, tale? Uh, yeah, the too much uh, uh, carotene from, from carrot juice, uh, it, it's the main problem uh, because it interferes with your thyroid function and, oh. and progesterone. So if you start getting uh, orange skin on your palms uh, that means you're maybe exposed to yeah. carrot juice we used to do that back in the in the in the 80s when we were drinking lots of carrot juice you know in the hippie food stores and we would all have these orange palms you know because we thought carrot juice was <laughs> yeah. the best thing ever it was crazy yeah boy if you have orange palms you know you're having too many carrots right uh, yeah or, or maybe just too slow Thyroid function. Too thyroid. Oh, see, that could be it. So you you couldn't burn through it. You couldn't. Uh, yeah. 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 I wonder how long this whole thyroid thing has been going on. I mean, with people like you and and others over the last twenty years, it's come out. Uh, but you, do you suspect that the whole thyroid epidemic, low and, and all the rest, has been going on for a long time? Uh, oh, oh yeah, Bruno Barnes <laughs> uh, did his PhD work and uh, medical doctor work both. Uh, in the 1930s, uh, and uh, his surveys uh, found that uh, throughout the world, probably about half of the population has always been more or less hypothyroid. Really? Do we know why? Uh, oh, yeah, the, the mineral deficiency of, of uh, uh, iodine is probably the worst thing, uh, but... Uh, Lots of areas where they eat, oh, oh um, I forget what grains are worth, mm -hmm. or barley, I think, was one, uh, and uh, lots. The, the cabbage area of Eastern Europe uh, uh, had a terrible incidence of goiter uh, and uh, heart disease related to uh, uh, hypothyroidism. And that's, is that, but I thought you don't recommend iodine supplementation, so I'm confused. Uh, nope, nope, never, never iodine, but uh, uh, very often thyroid. Uh, but very often thyroid, uh, uh, pink uh, thyroid uh, or so, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, people who t take, uh, there have been uh, several dozen studies around the world since iodized salt, uh, and they found that eating even half a milligram uh, of iodine extra per day because of the salt uh, leads to an increase in thyroid cancer. Whoa. So that's why we don't want to do the, the, the lady with the umbrella and iodine salt, right? Uh-huh. You don't want to do that one. What, what kind of salt do you use? Uh, oh, um, Morton's canning and picking. Oh, the canning and picking, yeah. Yeah, that's what uh, Dr. Hal Huggins used to use when we had him on. Remember Dr. Huggins and the mercury mm -hmm. guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was his favorite, the pan pickling and canning salt. Uh -huh. 
What about those salts like the Redmond from, um, I think it's Utah, and a lot of, a lot of folks uh, um, think that that's really good stuff because of the minerals. You don't think that. You'd rather do the pickling? Uh, uh, pickling with what? You'd, you'd rather do the pickling and canning salt rather than yep, even no. uh, some of the ones with minerals, oh, correct? Uh, oh, oh, sure, definitely. It's, it's the, the cleanliness of it that is important. And very uh, low pollution in general, where uh, some of the mined uh, salts are, are on the borderline of toxic with uh, iron, for example. Yeah. If the salt is pink, it has too much iron, and if it's gray, it might just be mud from a, a <laughs> poor, poor refining of, of seawater. Yeah. Wow, wow. So, go with that pickling and canning. It's one of the most inexpensive salts on the planet. Really? I mean, it's a box of what? What, a buck and a half for a big box of it? Right? Yeah, it must be uh, close to two pounds. Yeah, two, Morton's pickling and canning salt. Go figure. Dr. Ray Pete is with us, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. I'll tell you about his website. Well, I'm really feeling much better because... And I should have said something, but I didn't want to assume, you know, that you had something going on with your brain. Because, you know what I'm seeing when you couldn't speak very well over the last couple months? And so I'm just so pleased that you figured out what it is, which was the, the vegetable thing in your throat and not anything with your brain. Your brain's I, fine. Your brain's fine, right? Uh, apparently. Because <laughs> I thought we were going to lose you there for a minute, sir. And I thought, wow, this is not good. Apparently, fine brain. Uh, let us do a quick break, and then we're going to take some emails. Okay, Doc? Mm-hmm. Stay right there. Dr. Ray Pete, Patrick Timpone, Ray, uh, OneRadioNetwork.com. See, I should have said something, but I didn't want to say anything, because, you know, it's like, here's this guy. He's, he knows everything about this stuff, a lot of stuff, and I, what do I know? I can say anything. Oh, well, we just live and learn, huh? Hopefully. Uh, this is a, a product that's on sale right now. Restore 20 is the promo code 20%. The first supplement I like to take in the morning, right after I wake up, is Pine Pollen Pure Potency, or P4. This is Cirque Rival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens, or male hormones. Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause. Men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of survival supplements can be taken any time of day, but Pine Pollen Pure Potency, it's important that you take at very specific times of the day. Now it can be taken once, twice, or three times, depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it. But the key is taking it at morning, right upon waking, midday or noon, and then again right before bed. So once, twice, or three times a day, but always at those times. And that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone. And all we wanna do is amplify that sine wave. We don't wanna start to take 
testosterone at a time where our bodies purged it from the bloodstream. Instead, we want to take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them. This product tastes fantastic. I think of it like an orange creamsicle and that's because in addition to that subtle pine flavor, there's a little bit of orange peel, Tahitian vanilla bean, cloves, and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor. So it's really delicious and easy to take. So if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies, there's nothing that does it better than pine pollen pure potency. And this is a promo code one radio. It's going to get you a 20%. The biggest, hello, the biggest sale of the year. It's really a beautiful thing. The biggest sale of the year, oneradionetwork.com, and uh, click on the survival link and juice it up there and get yourself um, some pine pollen on sale. Uh, it's a great product. We think you'll you'll really like it. It's a food, so you know you won't be won't you won't be uh, you know doing anything weird with your body. It's just a food from trees, things like that. If you tried our sulfur. You might you might say wow if you try your our sulfur. The, my friend was down in Los Angeles uh, recently, and he brought up some pure sulfur. We just ordered some from you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I was just looking at it and I was like, wow, you know, this stuff really is totally different. So I just I put a tablespoon in my mouth and hmm. just chug it with water and wow. Yeah, thanks. A lot of people get that wow thing. I felt something first time I took it about three years ago. And we've been promoting this pure organic sulfur ever since. Two-pound orders, three different prices, United States, Canada, worldwide. I'm embarrassing how old that commercial is, three years. Uh, you know, uh, you know I do what I can. But it, it, it's a great product, and you can uh, join the crowd, and people order, order it over and over and over again and uh, because they really like it. That's why they do that. So it's on our website. And if you want more than four pounds, email me, patrick1radionetwork.com. The EMF protection device that you see on your screen and also on uh, audio, you can go to our One Radio Network uh, website and look at the EMF protection device. It's called Blue Shield. This thing really works. I've got one up here in the studio. I have one in, um, in downstairs. It goes out 90 yards. It's a little cube. It Now it... it, it deals with the cells in the body. It just helps the cells to somehow magically deal with electromagnetic fields in a very, in a better way. It doesn't block it. It's not trying to block anything. But they figured it out because they know how these things affect the cells in the body. So this Australian company figured it out about 20 years ago. They've uh, worked with them with animals, chickens and cows. They uh, reduce mortality, increase the milk supply, egg supply, so the placebo effect is there because not a lot of cows listen to the show. So it works. They, they've proven it with peer-reviewed studies. Well, not peer-reviewed, but they've done studies. So I just threw that word in there because I get used to saying it. Check it out. The EMF protection device. Use promo code 1RADIO. Promo code 1RADIO on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hook you up. Whoops. That didn't work. I think this will work. This will work. Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. 
We're talking with Dr. Ray Pete, and uh, he is a PhD, and it's uh, raypeet.com, and you can get his newsletter, and we'll tell you about that. I think it's Ray Pete's newsletter, right, Doc? Uh, plural at gmail.com. Uh, right. Ray, Ray Pete newsletter. It's possessive without the Possess- apostrophe. Without the apostrophe, yeah. So you were in Mexico for a while, and I do not, they do plenty of beans and stuff down there. In general, do you think beans are okay for some of us to eat, or most of us, or what do you think? Oh, the way they're traditionally fixed, uh, the black beans, which uh, take about two days or more to cook. Wow. Uh, they're fine uh, people to digest them uh, easily, and they're nutritious. But uh, if you eat them uh, out of a... A quick, quick food restaurant or out of a can, uh, they're likely to be more toxic than beneficial. So, what if we just buy black beans organic at the store? Um, can we can we fix those up so they're relatively good for us? Uh, uh, yeah, you have to soak them and prepare them for uh, uh, almost two days. Really, two days. Could quickly tell us how to do that in case somebody people like beans and want to do it. How do you do it? Uh, I've never done it myself, but I've seen seen it in process and then tasted the results. Uh, And uh, they serve them on a plate, just one bean deep, uh, uh, surrounded by their juice. Uh, They're very delicate and... uh, Really digestible, uh, huh? Really digestible. Yeah. Wow. So you're soaking and sprouting and do... I'm sure people can find it on YouTube and how to traditionally... Prepare beans, right? I'm sure they're up there somewhere. There must uh, be some videos. Uh, yeah, yeah. The soaking, the, the the black beans take much longer to soak than normal beans. Mm-hmm. And then you talk to us about the nixtamalization of corn, which is a whole process that they go through, oftentimes in Central America, that can literally make corn a really good food. And otherwise, it's not so good? Uh, yeah, and some of the stuff made in the factory, they're... Uh, speeding it up too much uh, and if you uh, squash uh, one of the uh, of pieces of hominy open uh, uh, after they uh, supposedly have cooked it uh, you can find opaque white starch inside uh, and so that means that your uh, end product like your tortillas are just never quite going to taste right or, or have the proper nutrition wow. it, it, it depends on the uh, size of the kernel so uh, you can't do it by rote you have to uh, check each piece of uh, <laughs> cooked corn to make sure it's uh, translucent all wow. the way through well how do we get to the point we have to be so careful about I guess we lost all the traditional kind of practices over the years of preparing uh, uh, yeah. food huh uh, yeah, the, the Chinese, for example, and other Asian cultures uh, knew about the process probably as long as, uh, as twenty or 30,000 years ago. Hmm, 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 hmm. Well, the, um, a lot of the carnivore people we've been talking about, I think I sent you a few videos, and the fat people are arguing, uh, they say that you can prove that really the brain wants to do fat and not sugar. Do you agree with that? Oh, oh no, it depends on the person. Does it? Uh, uh, yeah. 
the some people are sugar heads some people are fat heads uh, yeah the good thing about sugar uh, fat is that uh, uh, in a famine uh, a little bit goes a long way uh-huh. uh, and uh, so it's it, uh, d- designed into us uh, that, that it should taste good uh, because it's a survival food but when you have fruit every day for example uh, you can uh, store just as much fat as you need uh, but your energy level stays a lot higher so you burn your energy every day uh, the fat person uh, tends to burn less than all their fat so this is um, then what happens if you add fruit to your meat and your fat uh, that uh, complete, completes the diet makes it more nutritious huh. uh, but uh, uh, ideally it can uh, helps you prevent obesity uh, because it uh, satisfies uh, your appetite in a way that uh, uh, doesn't necessarily happen with uh, just fat and meat. The, the meat, uh, too much meat, uh, keeps your uh, uh, metabolism in turmoil uh, and uh, it keeps it turned on so you tend to eat too much. Really? You know, I found the opposite, Doc, that I, I'm just never hungry doing this diet. I'm just not hungry. And then I only eat when I get hungry, which is only a couple times a day. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that's the uh, uh, famous weight loss uh, <laughs> diet where, where you, you eat all the fat and meat that you want. Yeah, yeah. I haven't lost any weight. We'll see. Um, here is, oh, uh, yeah, here's... Oh, somebody sent it, Adam Bergstrom, who's on our show. He said, the medical name for death by celery is celery-dependent exercise-induced anaphylaxis, A-N-A-P-H-Y-L-A-X-I-S. Every year, year, celery kills hundreds of sensitive people who don't sit down immediately after eating it. Wow, that interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Uh, uh, yeah, uh Sugar is recognized as a, an antidote, uh, either adrenaline or sugar. Uh, they both uh, lower the shock uh, symptoms and get your metabolism running again uh, if you're having a, a, an anaphylactic reaction. What is anaphylactic? What, what, is that what you had with the celery? Uh, um, it, it, very similar, but uh, my, mine was just... Uh, very intense uh, allergies. Uh, my my blood pressure was uh, affected at the extreme. Mm-hmm. But the the worst thing with anaphylaxis is your uh, blood sugar goes up and down. Huh. You, you go into shock and uh, uh, stop producing energy. And so, getting your energy turned on again is is what uh, handles the. Uh, allergic anaphylaxis. Mm-hmm. A listener called in before this show was wondering about aspirin. If I'd ask you again, I told him that I thought you 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 were okay with aspirin, but I will ask you again because he wanted me to. Uh, some people say it causes leaky gut or harms the stomach. And you? I, I, I was reading some uh, Life Extension articles yesterday, hmm. and I found one which 
uh, aspirin had the most extreme effects on life extension of really? uh, any, any of the substances that they tested. Do you think that's true? Uh, yeah, this article uh, seemed to be done by very competent people. Really? Have you seen any evidence that aspirin really does do the whole bleeding thing? Or can can puncture and um, leaky uh, gut oh, and the rest of it? Uh, oh, some of that is definite uh, misinterpretation uh, to sell Tylenol. Uh, and Tylenol does affect uh, many systems harmfully. Hmm. Uh, but to increase their sales, uh, they said bad things about aspirin, including uh, that it uh, is a very dangerous <laughs> uh, cause of uh, bleeding. And when you look at old people who have been very sick for a long time and finally go to the hospital, uh, chances are they've been taking aspirin for whatever bothered them for years and years before they went to the hospital. And when you're under stress uh, uh, enough to uh, send you to the hospital, just that prolonged stress, uh, it, it takes 12 hours of, of, of very intense stress to cause a very serious bowel bleeding. So uh, any sick, stressed person who goes to the mm. hospital is going to be inclined to have a, a bleeding problem and are just by chance more likely to be uh, taking aspirin than people who don't oh. feel sick. But Dr. Pete, isn't that the case with most anything that if we don't take into consideration the state of consciousness and the, the other worry or relaxed feelings and all of these things going on with all of us, how it affects what we eat and take? I mean, it's got to, Right. Uh, uh, yeah, everything has multiple meanings yeah. that you <laughs> have to check out. <laughs> God, no wonder, you know, we're all bonkers with trying to figure out what to eat. But so, um, when you, since we are different, can we be different in such a way that some people could do do really well, like on a vegan diet, and another person would just almost die? Is that possible? Uh, uh, yeah. The, uh, <coughs> when you look at a very ideally done fat diet uh, and a well-done carbohydrate diet, uh, you can make each of them uh, very safe hmm. and life-extending. By just the amount and the combinations? Uh, yeah, the combinations in particular. Hmm. Combinations, wow. So is there any benefit to having like a low fasting blood sugar and a low A1C over and just not having the the um, the blood sugar jumping up around when you're on a more animal-based diet and fat? Uh, oh, that, that's a, a good basic condition to have a, a moderate to low uh, blood glucose just because you're not... Uh, surging through uh, stress mm -hmm. episodes. Uh, the uh, uh, adrenals and pituitary uh, are constantly 
uh, signaling the pancreas to adjust your blood sugar, uh, and that affects your nervous system. Everything, right? So it's it's a beneficial thing to have more stable blood sugar. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay, here's uh, Luke in Germany. Uh, we'll get to some questions. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Thank you for having for Dr. Pete on. Um, how much does total phosphorus intake matter if the diet has a good calcium-phosphorus ratio? Is a low-phosphorus diet preferable to a normal-phosphorus diet if the calcium-phosphorus ratio is exactly the same in both cases? I think within a very, very broad range, it's the ratio that matters. It's what, sir, that matters? The, the, the ratio that matters. The ratio. Mm-hmm. The ratio. And that would be, um, how do you, is that done through hair hair analysis? Uh, oh, oh uh, no, just looking at the food you eat. I see. And can you give us a general idea of what that ratio is? Oh, um, Close to uh, one to one, if possible. One but to it's one. It's okay to be a uh, three to one. It's still a safe uh, ratio. And the three being which one? Calcium or uh, uh, phosphate? Uh, it's uh, very safe to have high calcium, and uh, not too dangerous to have uh, a slight uh, uh, elevation of the phosphate. But a chronic a six or seven to one ratio, for example, is going to cause some serious problems. And which which mineral is the six when it's a problem? The phosphorus. Uh, uh, yeah, when you have uh, uh, five or six or seven times as much phosphate as, as calcium, mm-hmm. uh, even your uh, risk for things like lung cancer mm. are increased. Wow. And the high phosphorus foods are meats, right? Uh, meats uh, and uh, grains. Meat and grains. So if you're eating meat, maybe adding, make sure you can do some some, some goat's milk or cow's milk, right? Get your calcium. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that good? And that, that's your favorite way to get calcium, isn't it, if I understand talking to you? Uh, milk? Is it what? Your favorite way to do? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, because it's uh, chemicals that uh, control stress uh, mm. make you use your uh, calcium and magnesium uh, most eff- effectively. Uh, and uh, uh, generally goes with things like uh, not uh, having the uh, mental decline in old age. Mm-hmm. So I found this one came in this morning. Let's go to it here because this ties right in. Dear Patrick, a question for Dr. Pete. As our dairy cows are mostly pregnant, please ask Dr. Pete about the hormones in milk and how they might affect us. Huh. It, it really depends on who's managing the dairies. Uh, they don't always have to be pregnant. Oh, I see. This this sounds like this is just an individual. So there's a way to not have them always be pregnant. And that's better? Mm-hmm. Because then the pregnant, when they're pregnant, the, the hormones can affect us uh, negatively? Well, I, I think it's more 
stressful to the cow. <laughs> the cow. <laughs> who should be producing huge amounts of milk while trying to make a calf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Is there any issues with just drinking raw goat's milk or raw cow's or, or any kind of cow's milk with the hormones in general? Uh, yeah. Uh, they should be avoided. Right, but, I mean, if we're getting, like, raw goat's milk or even organic cow's milk, should we oh. even be thinking about if they got hormones we don't want or not? Uh, no, no. normally they're uh, such very small amounts. I see. It doesn't bother anyone. I see. Okay. This is Anna, Dr. Pete, for you. Is it possible to grow back joints that have been damaged by osteoarthritis? Uh, by hospital what? By osteoarthritis, to have your joints kind of come back in the, in the form. The joints. Like, uh, uh, they want to know if it's possible to rebuild the joints. Uh, well, I, I, I've seen joints that were effectively rebuilt at literally overnight. Hmm. Uh, uh, I, I think I told the story about my plumber before who yeah. uh, said he was about to retire because the cartilage was so destroyed <laughs> uh, and his knee was stiff. Uh, getting up a three-step uh, uh, porch uh, was very, very uh, painful to him. Mm -hmm. uh, but... Uh, uh, he rubbed a whole bottle of progesterone uh, <laughs> ankle to thigh uh, on that leg uh, uh, and just took a, a rest break from his uh, plumbing work. Uh, and uh, just after that, uh, 40 minutes or so, uh, uh, his walking was more uh, uh, comfortable and fluid. Uh, and the next morning, he came said he had to shoe off his leg and he ran up and down the stairs wow. just in one night and his wife had been a violist he said that was the first time in years that either of them had slept through the whole night without needing aspirin is that right so uh, yeah, go ahead uh, despite that uh, he, he never I got another bottle, never used it again, uh, and I saw him, oh, 10 years anyway later, still working full-time, uh, uh, even though his knee was supposedly uh, finished. Finished. Uh, uh, previously, but uh, he had totally forgotten that he ever had arthritis. My goodness. So that would be an argument for a lot of people that believe, and I'm just, you know, give me some leeway here, but that believe that something's going on with their shoulder or knees or, you know, their joints are gone and people say, oh, you're, you know, bone on bone or whatever. It could be a hormone issue that they don't know. Oh, oh sure. Uh, low thyroid, uh, high estrogen hmm. uh, are, are the worst things. Uh, I've known several women who, uh, who were absolutely sure that uh, if they took less uh, menopause estrogen treatment mm -hmm. uh, that uh, they would uh, have even worse uh, uh, rheumatoid arthritis uh, but since they were totally disabled I finally convinced them to, <laughs> to try it uh, and in a week their uh, symptoms were gone 
the, the red inflammation of the joint uh, simply uh, uh, faded away. Just by cutting out the estrogen extra. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's why you've been a fan of this product that you helped develop called Progestease. Take a little bit, hit a little dab of that two or three times a week or whatever. You think mm-hmm. it's beneficial for us, for yeah. most of us, yeah. I do that. I don't know what I'm doing, but I like it. Um, <clears throat> so we have a fellow here, or a lady, Dr. Pete. Uh, her name is Amy, and she's got an 87-year-old mom who has recently been experiencing hearing loss in one ear and dizziness when standing. The doctor said it was fluid in her ear and diagnosed her with Meniere's disease. The treatment is diuretics and low-salt diet, which she already eats. Do you know what could cause Meniere's disease, and would you recommend she does this treatment? It depends on the type of, of diuretic. Uh, um, you, you can achieve the same thing uh, by addressing the hormones. Uh, progesterone, for example, is a diuretic that, that can relieve many years of disease very quickly. So progesterone is a diuretic. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wonder how she could tell if mom's getting the right kind of diuretic. How would how could she do that? Uh, it really requires when a person is that age, uh, they should find someone who will really study it with them because yeah. it can make a big difference in their general function. Yeah. Pretty tricky. Dr. Ray Pete is with us, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. Got a good show for you tomorrow. We're going to be talking with a regenerative farmer. And uh, who else are we going to do? Oh, that, I'll, I'll look at the schedule. Um, <clears throat> in general, Dr. Pete, do you think it's worth the time, effort, and reasonable and beneficial to do these uh, blood tests every now and then and look and see what's going on. It's uh, interesting. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) I I like the way you say that. Yeah, yeah, I've never had it done myself. Wow. uh, I can tell uh, uh, for for my uh, symptoms Mm -hmm. and functions uh, that everything is within uh, a workable range. Hmm. You can can feel it. You know. Mm -hmm. Right, if something's out of whack with your body. That's pretty fun, isn't it? Good for you. Uh, what was that? I said, that's pretty fun. Good for you. Just don't eat any more celery. <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll be fine. How does Dr. Pete feel about avocado and avocado oil? Oh, uh, I don't see any reason at all for avocado oil, but for... Uh, 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 ripe uh, avocados. Uh, they're, they're one of the pleasantest uh, foods I can think of. Yeah, really good, right? I mean, the best fat ever, isn't it? If you're going to eat something other than vegetable, than animal fat? Uh, uh, yeah, the, the uh, uh, amount of fat in the flesh is... Uh, uh, harmless if you only uh, eat an occasional 
uh, uh, serving uh, of the uh, avocado, but uh, as possible, you could uh, eat like a quart and a half a day <laughs> and have an, uh, an imbalance of your fats. Uh, what balance there? Uh, uh, the, the fat balance uh, could uh, go out of a healthy range. And, oh, if you uh, really if you really overdid the avocado thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, a couple of avocados a day, I think, are safe. Wow. Wow. And eggs? You like eggs? You a fan of eggs? Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. They're pretty good food, aren't they? Pretty good uh, food. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, as long as you... Uh, have a, a backup so that you uh, don't don't uh, get either too much protein or, or not enough. Uh, the uh, powerful effects they have on your uh, insulin secretion uh, can disturb your blood sugar. So uh, uh, I try to avoid having a dinner of scrambled eggs at bedtime. Uh, unless I have a lot of ice cream <laughs> at the same time. Hey, so, wow, that's great. You know, scrambled eggs and ice cream. Doesn't get much better than that. So what does the ice cream do? Uh, it keeps your blood sugar up. So when you have eggs at night, it, it, what does it do? It dampens your blood sugar. Uh, it uh, Lowers it? it? It tends to hold it down all night. You know, that's so funny you mention that because I've tried eggs at night that some friends of mine recommend, and I, did, I never did well with them too much, and I do better with them like in the morning, but, you know. So it was just, you think, lowering my blood sugar too much and wake you, wake you up or something. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, many people uh, have told me the same, yeah. the same effect. What's you know, going on in an egg that lowers your blood sugar? Uh, uh, what is it? What's going on with eggs oh, oh, that lowers uh, the blood sugar? Uh, the, the, the such high-quality amino acids uh, are powerful stimulants huh. uh, to your pancreas, uh, and the insulin uh, lowers, uh, gets the uh, free amino acids uh, turned either into energy or fat storage or uh, build, building muscle. Uh, and, and so the amino acids quickly go away, uh, uh, which can leave you uh, short uh, on uh, glucose. Uh, fascinating. We put a video on our front page and I'm trying to find the fellow, fellow's name and I really kind of liked him. He was, he's got like two million, <laughs> he got like two million uh, visitors, you know, on his website and uh, not that that means he knows what he's talking about but a lot of people like him and this this video was all about the egg, you know, and he had all these graphs that, and um, uh, his name is Eckberg. Uh, oh. Do you know him? Uh, yeah, I've seen this. Stan Eckberg, yeah. And he has all these graphs about the egg and, and all these different foods. And he was saying there that these eggs have some kind of protein that in some senses are even more usable than meat. Uh, yeah, it's considered the highest quality protein wow. uh, of all. Wow. Uh, but uh, in fact, potato protein uh, slightly exceeds uh, egg protein for uh, quality. I, I'm sorry, what protein does? A, a potato Potato protein. protein does, yeah. We have people that say that. Is, potato protein is actually even better than egg protein? Uh, uh, technically, in that sense of... Is that right? Uh, uh, 
bi- biological uh, sufficiency. Wow, wow, wow. Mm. Do you think that um, uh, if you hard cook them, or what we call hard boiled or hard cooked, or cook them too much, that it it um, is a detrimental to the to the nutrients in the egg? That's slightly, uh, uh, yeah, but not a lot. The, the uh, too too much oxidation mm-hmm. uh, makes it taste uh, um, worse and worse. The, yeah. the, the more over oxidized it is. Yeah. I saw a video of uh, Dr. Peter of a fellow that said, this is the way to do uh, omelets, right? So rather than mix them up like I was taught to do, you know, like chefs do, and then do them in a pan, he said, just put them in the pan, two or three, and slowly kind of turn them around so you're not really, you know, you're not really kind of, you're breaking them up a lot. And boy, those scrambled eggs taste good. Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, uh, yeah, and they have functions that, uh, the other eggs don't. It isn't just the nutrients, but uh, the slightly undercooked egg has mm. antiviral and antibacterial no a- actions. That's cool. Boy, they taste great too. I'm gonna. I got a whole new way of making scrambled eggs that I do my whole life. It's kind of fun. Here's a good one for you. Um, does Doctor Pete consider clarified butter or ghee in the same category as butter? as far as part of his diet. Um, and then he has another question. So, do you think it's the same? I, I think it's the same nutritionally, but I, I never eat it myself. Yeah, you just do the butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it tastes better than ghee, right? Mm-hmm. more fun. Does Dr. P prefer wheat bran or oat bran for his morning cereal? That's what I've been uh, eating in recent months, uh, just partly because of the taste of it. Uh, but uh, uh, there are differences between uh, wheat and oats and, and other brands. Uh, the uh, cellulose of wheat bran is considered the safest of all brands. Hmm. But just in case you happen to uh, be allergic to wheat, uh, oats is a good alternative. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Do you remember cream of wheat we used to eat when we were kids? Cream of oh, wheat, sure. <laughs> and we used to put butter and olive oil at my house. We were Italian. Do you think that? I mean, that didn't kill us. I mean, it had to be fairly good. We had it quite often. Uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, polenta. Yeah. Uh, the the. Um, the same with cornmeal. Uh, it was one of my favorite mushers. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun, aren't they? Boy, especially in the winter in St. Louis before you go to school and you have some old cream of wheat with butter, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Olive oil. I guess the fat kind of carried us on, on to school or something. <laughs> I don't know. Could you please ask Dr. Pete, blood glucose level that stays the same all day upon waking up before the meal 30, 60, 90, 120 minutes after the meal in a bedtime unless it drops into hypoglycemia. What can that be about? So this person, let's see. Let's go through this. They're kind of keep, their blood sugar kind of stays the same all day uh, before a meal and even after a meal at bedtime unless it drops into hypoglycemia. So what can you s- suggest he might be going on? 
if the blood sugar is not raising after a meal? Uh, um, different things could, could cause that. It's probably uh, no problem, just maybe the way they uh, uh, cook their food. The way they cook their food. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Uh, uh, yeah, if you uh, uh, cook everything uh, so that it's ideally palatable and, and well-cooked, hmm. uh, you extract uh, quite a bit more sugar uh, and starch from it uh, than you uh, would with the, uh, the way uh, stylish people tend to undercook their foods. I see. Ah, ah. Stylish people, yeah. So what's your favorite way to cook a potato, you think, that works best for you? Uh, yeah, what's most suggestible for yourself. Yeah, so would it, have you found um, any particular way that works for you the best, what's most digestible? Uh, I, I like uh, well-boiled potatoes that yeah. are just falling apart, uh, so they uh, kind of spontaneously mash up with butter. Yeah, like these little red potatoes? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. kind of fun. If, here's an email. If you and plus, of course, butter, right? I mean, isn't that just like necessary with potatoes? Uh, for for taste, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. If you take t a thyroid T four plus T three, and it brings down your temperature, how can you tell if it is the dose is? Let's see. How can you tell? If it is the dose is too high, making you more hypothyroid, or it is knocking down stress hormones. Well, let's see. If it's bringing your th temperature down, isn't that good? No. Uh, no, no. I'm be, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm confused. If, if you're under heavy stress, yeah, uh, yeah the t thyroid lowers your stress, uh, but you, you have to measure it every day uh, for days and days in a row to see what's happening yeah so I, I was I was totally opposite you want to keep your temperature up right in general in, in general yeah. yeah yeah especially in the morning that's when we can tell if our thyroid is happy right mm-hmm right and the Berta Barnes is what about 98 wants to be in the morning yeah yeah close to that yeah yeah and that'll that'll give you an idea of if Mr. Thyroid is is working well correct mm-hmm okay uh, hey, Dr. Pete, are there any commonly sold materials that you think people oh, should stop buying because they're especially damaging to the environment? For example, right now, I was planning to put down a new vinyl floor, but I was reading online that vinyl is extremely bad for the environment, so I'm not sure if it should be hardwood. you have any? Uh, what was the substance? Um, the substance says that he's thinking about doing vinyl, but thinking it's bad for the environment He's asking you if, if you have any ideas on some materials that would be not good for the environment. Uh, uh, the the uh, CO2 from, from what source are they considering? Well, I'm, I don't think it's CO2. I think it's just things like vinyl or others, plastics. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh sure, plastics. Uh, uh, sure. The more you do to upset the environment... Uh, the worse that things get. Sure, sure. Which is why we take little 
cloth things to the store rather than have them put in plastic, right? No sense, no sense piling on if you can't. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Ray Pete, is the cause for varicose veins in men the same as in women? Or is there a slight difference that would Dr. Pete recommend in re, to reverse and remove the appearance of varicose veins that are bulging all over the surface of both eggs, legs of a man in his 20s? Wow, we have a fellow in his 20s, lots of bulging varicose veins. Uh, what do you think? Uh, uh, in both men and women, uh, hypothyroidism has a big role, uh, but the differences are uh, the, the cortisol excess is more likely in men, estrogen excess more likely in women to contribute to it. Mm-hmm. And what increases cortisol to levels we don't want? Just about everything bad you do. <laughs> uh, living on living on Earth, right, Doc? Uh, yeah, and uh, an extreme ketogenic diet uh, makes you run constantly at a high cortisol level. Huh. Uh, so there are uh, lots of habitual things that can uh, uh, spend your uh, tissue reserves faster than hmm. normally so that you age faster and what yeah what would what would be symptoms of your cortisol too high uh, thinning of your skin hmm. so that the famous one is uh, the white of your eye has a bluish appearance oh uh, when you're not getting enough protein for example uh, or have uh, too high uh, cortisol, uh, you have that uh, blue sclera uh, effect. Uh, but uh, uh, all of the uh, events of menopause are basically uh, identical to the uh, signs of, uh, of uh, excess cortisol. Oh, so when ladies go through menopause, they, they present signs that would be similar to excess cortisol. Uh, yeah, uh, oh. if you enumerate them, uh, uh, someone who is uh, diagnosed with uh, menopause uh, will recognize them in Cushing's syndrome. Uh, and with Cushing's syndrome, they can say, oh, that, uh, that's just um, menopause. Hmm. Uh, it includes facial hair, uh, loss of head hair, hmm. uh, uh, gain of weight and blood pressure and instability of blood sugar, food cravings, uh, 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 breaking blood vessels and uh, weak skin, skin that appears uh, uh, too too fragile, uh, 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 constipation, uh, diarrhea sometimes, uh, everything uh, uh, getting destabilized it's identical in both menopause and, uh, and uh, Cushing syndrome. Interesting. Dr. Ray Pete, Patrick Timpone, One Radio Network. Um, this is from Pierre. Pierre, I'm not sure where he lives. He doesn't say. Dr. Pete, from time to time, there will be a little small purple splotch, splotch on my forearm, sometimes the size of a dime, 
stays for maybe a week and then fades away. What could be causing this? I, I for a couple of years, was having that frequently. Were you? Uh, and I, I think it's uh, uh, one of the early uh, signs of developing uh, intestinal uh, allergies. Allergies? Uh, it, it increases your cortisol uh, and estrogen generally, uh, uh, destabilizing capillaries. Uh, but uh, along with that goes uh, uh, autoimmune uh, type of uh, mm. uh, inflammatory cyst- symptoms that make you uh, break your blood vessels. So he, he may be eating something that he's allergic to or could be have some gut issues, leaky and so on, that he's allergic to stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah the wrong flora growing in your intestine. The wrong flora. You mean the wrong foods? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, the wrong foods support the wrong bacteria. Uh, I see. Okay. Um, how does Dr. Pete recommend people test their vitamin A levels, and what does he consider the ideal healthy range to be? Vitamin A. I've uh, seen and tested in quite a few people, and uh, the, the things that are regulated are uh, thyroid function, mm-hmm. uh, progesterone function, uh, and vitamin B12 intake. Uh, uh, so so uh, you can't look only at uh, uh, vitamin A. You have to uh, see how things are functioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it tends to take care of itself uh, if you're eating mixed diet uh, because the, the carotene is in all of the uh, yellow and orange uh, plant foods uh, and you can turn that to vitamin A if your hormones are okay. Okay. Robert wants to know what would be the best strategies to lower high cortisol? High cortisol. Did we cover that or not? Uh, uh, yeah. Everything that is uh, pleasant uh, reduces your stress feeling. Everything that isn't pleasant will reduce cortisol, right? Right. I will raise cortisol. Right. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah uh, uh, Keeping keep your uh, meal frequency uh, up is, is very helpful. A smaller meal several times a day. Mm-hmm. This is from Sylvia. I often have eye bags, and I just don't know why I don't like them. <laughs> what does Dr. P think the main cause for bags under the eyes? Good question. Uh, stress, stress and uh, high cortisol and high estrogen uh, are associated with them. Uh, but uh, uh, generally, it's a, a sign of uh, uh, stress or uh, elevated uh, adrenal mm-hmm. problems. Adrenal. Get the adrenal up, right? The adrenals are getting a little hot. And living, just living here in a body will do the adrenals. What else affects the adrenals negatively? Uh, eating allergenic foods really is, mm. turns out to be, uh, like bread, tur- turns out to be enough to give a lot of people mm. uh, puffy under the eyes. <laughs> yeah. 
What about um, ca- caffeine, coffee? Is that adrenal? Uh, what was the coffee? Uh, does that affect the adrenals? Coffee? Uh, oh, uh, it, it can disturb them if you. Uh, many people drink it uh, uh, without food uh, and using it as a speed stimulant. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you uh, use it with food, it improves your efficiency of energy production. Wow! So it, it can either make things much worse. Or improve, or much better, <laughs> yeah. So that's why people ah, so people that want to skip breakfast and they just have coffee, that's not the best choice. Uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, on an empty stomach, not good. Uh, uh, coffee really um, uh, raises your cortisol and uh, damages uh, tissues. Interesting. So if you're going to have bacon and eggs and have some coffee. Right? Uh, uh, yep. <laughs> there you go. But <laughs> well, that was easy. I take coffee with my bacon and eggs. Sherry wants to know, my body doesn't produce enough potassium. Other than food or supplements, is there any way to produce more potassium in the body? Potassium. Uh, uh, body shouldn't produce calcium, but... Pa- uh, potassium, uh, Doc. Uh, potassium. Potassium? Uh, 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 potassium. Yeah, potassium. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it uh, should be able to get enough potassium from just about any food you eat. <laughs> There's almost never a, a potassium deficiency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Patricia says, I believe some women after menopause and taking injections of testosterone, some of them say they feel better and sleeping better. What does Dr. Ray Pete think? I'm a 76-year-old lady. A little testosterone? Oh, it makes just about everyone uh, feel better, uh, but it, and a woman is going to, uh, for sure, uh, increase facial hair. Right. Uh, and in a man, uh, very often at that age, his estrogen is already uh, higher than a woman's, uh, and so uh, it's very uh, doubtful uh, that it is helping the average a man in his 70s. Yeah. But uh, will almost always make a, a woman of that age feel a lot better. Oh, it uh, will feel a lot better. And, and, and I, would, I would argue, too, that a testosterone from a food like we promote pine pollen is real different than taking injections or BBs and all of the rest of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've known people that took these BBs and injections and they feel great for 30 days and then they feel terrible. You know what I mean? And they say, well, I don't know. I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. You know. So, two questions. Would What would be the cause of high triglycerides despite following a low-fat diet? And what would be the best, best way to reduce them? So, hmm. Does a low-fat diet reduce triglycerides? Uh, uh, too, too much starch. Uh, can cause uh, elevated triglycerides. Starch, potatoes. Uh, uh, Yeah, Mm. Uh, but stress does too. Uh, And high triglycerides are are seldom anything to worry about uh, because uh, usually it's just a person is feeling stressed uh, and so they're eating some extra starch. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ah, 
cut back on your starch immediately the triglycerides will come down isn't it isn't it pretty uh, prolific that stress or needing comfort then we go to the pasta or the potato uh, uh, to the witch or the potato. in other words folks get stressed or nervous or just yeah, not yeah. feeling well right they go right for the pota- potato or the pasta right or the bread uh, oh, oh yeah yeah a potato is a good choice because it's almost a complete food ah <laughs> and that can that can help straighten you out a little bit if you're all stressed out can't it uh, yeah yeah, good old potatoes. Years ago, we interviewed a lady. She wrote a book, Dr. Pete, called Potatoes, Not Prozac. I always remember that. And that's what she used. She said that. But so potatoes will help put you to sleep? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, a guy called me years ago. Uh, his sister uh, uh, had heard about using potato juice. Right. And he hadn't slept, uh, <laughs> she said, for... Uh, about three months, uh, and he, he was basically uh, feeble-minded from the uh, exhaustion uh, of not sleeping. Isn't that uh, uh, And so he couldn't uh, understand the idea of, of making uh, juice uh, out of, uh, making potato soup out of just the uh, juice, in other words, throwing away the, the, the starchy part. But finally, uh, she got him a, a big bowl of potato soup, uh, and he went to sleep right in place, uh, ate half, <laughs> half a bowl of soup, uh, and had his first night's sleep right, right there funny? beside the soup. So how was he making juice? I mean, not raw. You wouldn't do it raw, would you? Raw potatoes? Uh, it's a huge centrifugal oh. uh, carrot, carrot juicer. Yeah. <laughs> That's really sad. Didn't they, at some point, people were doing like raw potato juice in Europe for cancer or something? Is that, did I dream that? Or would, were, uh, they, were uh, they doing I don't, that? I don't think it has, no. has to be raw. Oh. Uh, it, it works okay if it's oh, thoroughly cooked. Yeah. But I know what you're saying about potatoes because if I would eat a potato and, you know, and at night, you know, Dr. Pete, like six or seven, in an hour or so, I was worthless. You know, I couldn't do anything, and I wanted to work on my screenplays that I write. Mm-hmm. So, with the meat, I don't. I don't do that. I don't go to sleep. I can just keep writing until midnight. So that makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it's just sense is a, a well balanced, <laughs> a complete food. Oh, interesting. What if I would do potatoes and the meat at the same time? I wonder if that would work. Uh, at the same time as what? Yeah, in other words, do a potato and also do uh, heavy protein, too. Uh, oh, that's fine. <laughs> there's, there's, there's standard meat and potatoes. Yeah. That's, that's why it works, because it's a combination that kind of goes together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I never did that. I always did the potato alone. That's why it probably didn't work for me. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, what are the dangers of elevated iron levels in the body that causes and causes of elevated iron and how to reduce them, elevated iron. Eating too much iron really is, is the only problem. Uh, eating too many iron-rich foods, right? Uh, yeah. 
And I think, what are some of the high... I know like blackstrap molasses, that's a high food, right? Iron food? Oh, oh yeah, and it's uh, got, got a lot of anti-nutrients of different kinds, kind, kind of risky stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. Dr. Pete, you've talked about your abilities to affect electrical devices and even cloud chambers. My Mac speakers are, are broken and distort everyone's voice making them totally undecipherable, but your voice comes through clear as a bell. Any explanation? Well, what do you think? Uh, uh, for uh, affecting the voice coming through. Yeah, over. like he said, he said, you've talked about abilities to affect electrical devices and even cloud chambers. I don't mm. know what a cloud chamber is. Uh, uh, yeah, a, a friend <laughs> took me through the Exploratorium in San Francisco and uh, after hours, turned on the cloud machine <laughs> to sh- show me how it works. Right. Uh, and uh, as it started uh, clouding up, uh, I moved closer to it, uh, and uh, a cylinder, uh, it was a glass cabinet, uh, and a cylinder uh, the parallel to my body opened up in the cloudiness inside the chamber as exactly corresponding to my movement towards the chamber. And then uh, when I backed away from it, uh, it, it collapsed the, the, the clouded area. Uh, so my, my, uh, uh, the, uh, 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 some, some field uh, uh, coming out of my body was uh, pre- preventing the cloud particles from forming. Uh, and it was the same shape of a field extending about a, a, a foot and a half uh, roughly beyond my skin hmm. that uh, I saw in uh, working with lab equipment. Uh, uh, many people have a, a, a field like that. Uh, sometimes it's uh, uh, as much as a yard away from your body. Yes, sir. Uh, sometimes only two or three inches. Yeah. But it's like uh, an attachment to your body. Yeah. Some people call it maybe an aura, an aura maybe? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. And it's an electrical field that we emanate, I think, I I believe it's because of our state of consciousness. Right. Uh, right. right? Uh, uh, researchers have <laughs> uh, measured that field in a piece of uh, human skin growing in a dish. Hmm. And then if you metabolically uh, poison that uh, with a little cyanide, for example, so it doesn't respire, uh, the size of the field shrinks uh, in proportion to the energy. Uh, And if you wash out the poison, the field comes back. Uh, And it's definitely something operating uh, 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 in accord with the respiratory enzymes of the skin but in some people it projects far beyond the skin fascinating fascinating I think that's where the whole um, thing over the holy pictures you know with the you know the Christian saints and all that and Catholic I think that's what that was about you know have you ever seen those holy cards when we were kids uh, yeah yeah, yeah I, I think so yeah yeah you used to show like the halo kind of thing <laughs> and they in the movies, sometimes they'll show Christ as protected with light coming out, and it makes sense, though, right? And we are light beings, aren't we? Light, 
light beams? Uh, well, to, to that extent, uh, our, our living fields uh, maintain this uh, structured field around our body. And the structured field, I wonder what the purpose of it for, to attract others or protect us? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's a communication device hmm. when it's operating properly. Communication device. Uh, oh. Between people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense, doesn't it? And I think we, you know, I know we can communicate with animals, too. I mean, uh, I talk to the snakes all the time, and I think I've only seen one or two in 25 years, and I'm in Texas, and I just kind of tell them, you know, I'm good. I'm not going to step on you. I don't want to hurt you, right? I, You know, I love you, and uh, and they just stay away. Uh-huh. You know, they just stay away. I, I, I do that with ants. Do you? Yeah. Uh, uh, several times I've said, uh, uh, my my roommate is going to poison you, all of you. <laughs> Come in the house again. It's so funny. I did that the other day. It's so funny you say that. So I talked to them, too. And they were coming in my kitchen, Doc. And I, I was talking to them. I was saying, now you guys get out of here because I gotta, I'm going to nuke you if you don't. You know, I'm yeah. going to nuke you if you don't. You know. Uh, it didn't quite work, uh, but so they were—they were these fire ants, and they're hardcore. And boy, they just kept coming in, coming in, coming in. And I finally just, you know, nuked them. It took a while, and I was sad. I mean, I really was in that weird. I felt badly for killing them. Ants, go figure. But they are little souls, aren't they? They are little, little, little beans. But but you've been able to ha- tell them to leave, and they've left. Uh, yeah, well, when you <laughs> get to know an ant, yeah. if, if you see an ant in this daily location, yeah. uh, and just patiently uh, watch what that ant does, uh, they're the ones I've uh, uh, watched long enough. Uh, they definitely have their private life uh, <laughs> and are definitely individual personalities. <laughs> Correct. Isn't that great? Oh, man. Well, you're fun to talk to. I'm glad you're coming back from your celery voice thing. Just a fascinating story, and I'm glad that your brain is fine because we want you around for a long time. Don't go anywhere, okay? (laughs) All right, Doc. You take care of yourself, Dr. Ray Pete, okay? Okay, very good. Love you so much. Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Dr. Ray Pete, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, isn't that great? Yeah, just so I'm just going to retell the story for a minute. About two months ago, Dr. Pete was just like, he was really having a hard time talking. And, uh, I mean, really, you could listen to the last two months. And I was just concerned because he just couldn't get, the, you know, the words out. But we, I didn't say anything. Because who am I? I mean, here's, I don't know what I'm doing. And talking to a fellow like this who has been studying this stuff for 60 years or more, um, renowned nutritionals. So I didn't say anything because I mean, what was I going to say? So, so, so during the last week or two, I was sending him all these videos that we were talking to these carnivore people with the fat. Because you know, I assumed wrongly. It's not good to assume, right? That maybe there was something with his brain, and he was needed more fat for his brain. <laughs> I don't know, I was just trying to help you. Know? But he, he was very sweet and emailed me back and said thanks for these and all that. So um, so it turns comes to find out we t- we hear this morning that it was a 
um, what happened was he did this celery thing, some kind of celery thing, celery juice or you know something, and um, with a, a product I didn't get the whole story, you know, totally. But it was a, an allergic thing to celery, and it it affected his vocal cords similar to what um, Bobby Kennedy Jr. You've heard him talk, right? It's kind of almost permanent with him, but uh, he was having a hard time just breathing choking and getting it out and it wasn't a brain thing uh so i was i was really concerned with him you know i was like oh man so that's that's the story and but and you can tell he's still got a little bit going on but he's coming out of it just from uh, getting off the the vegetables he's not eating any vegetables now for those of you who think i'm crazy for not eating vegetables not that what repeat says is right but these vegetables you don't need them i mean in my opinion I think you feel better without them. I do. Yeah, we just boom, gone. Okay, well that's all. That's what all the carnivores believe anyway. That the vegetables are, you don't need them. So Ray Pete's off a of vegetable, so he's a <laughs> make-believe carnivore. Okay. All right. I will see you tomorrow. What's going on tomorrow? Let me look here. Let me look. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about yoga. I, I haven't talked to a yogi person for a long time. Robert Bustani is going to be here tomorrow, 10 o'clock. And then Kate Cavanaugh, she's a regenerative farmer. We're going to be talking more about meat and fat and eggs and the good stuff with her. And then Adam Bergstrom, 2.0, on Wednesday. And then a lady who had an out-of-body experience that changed her life, wrote a book, and now that's all she talks about, which is kind of like what I do, too. So here we have it. That's our week. Uh, Jennifer Daniels tomorrow. Um, um, we've got some other things. Cool. Cooking. Cooking, baby. All right. I will see you tomorrow, 10 o'clock. I love you all very much. Don't forget, Pine Pollen on sale. This is not the testosterone doc was talking about. This is from Pollen Trees, Living Foods, and it works with the body to increase testosterone levels, not injections, and not BBs in your butt, and uh, can, as Dr. Pete said, help uh, ladies um, feel better. So you guys, gals can try to uh, promo code RESTORE20, RESTORE20, promo code for 20% off the biggest sale of the year with pine pollen from Sir Thrival through our website, oneradionetwork.com. I love you all. Let me know if we can help with anything. My email, Patrick at oneradionetwork.com and all the personal emails that come in, I answer. I do it. Spend a lot of time doing it because I think that's my job. (laughs) Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is oneradionetwork.com.